voice time. Yeah. Ladies, this is the Views from the Seven podcast. Yeah. Oh, oh. Just as sure as the stars in the sky. Shout out to the Beebs. <laughs> I think he a Mormon Since now. He's doing an organic yeah. <laughs> We still <laughs> fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. You think I'm biased? Tell me to get over. Second verse. Second verse. Get the guys out the car and we'll drive. <laughs> 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 he just fucked it up. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> shit. oh. 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 God damn! Ivan, why you do that, bro? <laughs> That's my shit, though. <laughs> he was almost, almost light skinned on this song. I almost let him in. Almost. Fuck, man. Hey, shout out to Anisha. <laughs> I know she's gonna be super yeah, hot when she hear that intro. She, she thought she had. She thought she had. Uh, one. She thought she had one. <laughs> she <did. laughs> Came in with the David Stern veto. <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, peace, y'all. This is the Views from the Seven podcast. It is hot as fuck right now. Hot as fuck. We recording in the studio, but we might as well be outside. Oh, yeah, it's like 90-something degrees right now. So, I ain't got no shirt on, no socks. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I'm yelling naked. <laughs> that nigga is not in here He's naked. He's not in here naked. <laughs> we would not let that slide. <laughs> nah, we not. <laughs> what up, fellas? What's going on? Ivan, skinny. What up? What's going on? Trying to stay cool, man. It was an excessive heat warning outside today. It's hot as a bitch outside. It's like 109. Shit. It's going to be like 113 tomorrow or some it shit. It felt like it. Like uh, it, was, it was crazy outside today. Crazy. Like I'm born and raised in Las Vegas, and I'm still not used to this yeah. shit. This don't make no fucking sense. I mean, I'm used to it, but it's just, there's no way to prepare for it. I ain't used to it. What's going on with you, man? None? Shit. Uh, what I got going on? Shit. Uh, my daughter starts competitive volleyball this Saturday. Okay. Okay. So competitive mean, volleyball. Yeah. What's the other volleyball? I mean, is there a volleyball that's not? Competitive? Well, she's like rec, like rec league. She ain't never played no like uh team sports before. Oh, okay. So I'm just I'm excited to see what she look like out there, even though she has no volleyball experience whatsoever. <laughs> I'm praying for you, brother. Yeah. I yeah. hope you don't have one of them kids where it's like. As a parent, you sit on the sideline, be like, you know, your child is trash. Yeah, like them awkward. The yeah. ones that's not really sport. Yeah, she. Why are you forcing them? Just. <laughs> She's a swimmer though. She can she can swim like a motherfucker. You know your baby trash, bro. Yeah. Why he on the basketball court? And then you be that parent all on the sideline, like, why my baby ain't getting no playing time? Nah, bro. I know. I, I'm 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 more realistic than that. I be like, yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, bro, no bullshit. Um, I remember I said it on a. Uh, 
social media a while back, but uh, my son was playing basketball against this one team. And uh, moms on the other squad was, like, pushing her son. Man. Like, pushing him, right? Like, run, run, play defense, shoot, shoot. Man, the mother – man, it was time to shoot some free throws. The homie was at the free – lined up at the free throw line, voguing and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, she gave him the wrong sport. Yeah. Remember when we had the big horns? Remember uh, Can't Get Right went the wrong way on the court? Oh, yeah, man. That was crazy, <laughs> man. Hey, shout out to the big horns, man. We took some kids off the street, man. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that, my son was like that in football. Like, first of all, he's an offensive lineman. He's not built like an offensive lineman. I like that's how you know you trash. <laughs> like, we don't have no, we don't have no position for you. We gonna put you on offensive line. Like, what the fuck? So yeah, football. He only played football once. Yeah, super trash. Yeah. Shout out to y'all parents though. Was he Keep good at basketball? Faith. Is he good at any other sport? Oh, he hoop. He can hoop. So he just, you you hoop though. You used yeah. to hoop. He hoop. Like he like he got it early. He got it honest because like at like five years old. I used to put him to bed. Like, he just stopped. He's like, I was like, yeah, you want to put on Disney Channel? He's like, nah, I put on ESPN. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. So, Skinny, what's going on, man? Grades uh, ain't shit, though. My weekend was trash, but Monday I had a, uh event. I got pulled over by the gang unit. Oh, what? That's never fun. Like, DWB. for no reason. Oh, DWB. Yeah. I was, uh, I was pumping my gas, and I was way out there, like, by Centennial. Oh, you oh, too far. You too far. I'm pumping my gas and shit, and uh, I see the police coming to the gas station. I don't think nothing of it. I finish pumping my gas. I drive out, and then when I make my right hand turn, I got to make the next, the following left, to get to go get my daughter. And uh, he ran up behind, me, like sped up behind me, cut his lights on, mm-hmm. pulled me over. He said, um, "I t- when I turn, when I made the right hand turn, I didn't." Uh, I'm not allowed to cross lanes. Mm-hmm. I have to turn into my to the right lane. Yeah. I was like, well, my the left lane was my next turn. Oh, so. he was being petty, but it's yeah. so. I mean, he he right, but he was being petty. Yeah. So, of course, he pulled me out the car, asked me all the gang questions because I had on a red shirt, checked all my tattoos, uh, <laughs> searched the car, <laughs> didn't find shit. Like I told him, he wouldn't find shit. But what I did learn was. For some reason, gang unit told me that the UNLV running rubble represents uh, 004 hoods. Never heard that before. But I never heard that I before either. The, the new logo was Carmen San Diego. No, yeah, I got he, he I got the old logo on my on my arm. So he looked at my tattoo and oh, said, "You got the Confederate nigga on your arm." Yeah, yeah. He do got the, yeah. I got the UNLV yeah, thing on my arm. So he said, "Uh, that represents the Northtown hoods." Some shit I never heard before. Asked me a bunch of bogus ass questions, and he gonna say, "Uh." Well, you know, we're not the people that write tickets. So I was like, so yeah, this is all y'all want. Y'all just want to search the car. <laughs> Finally let me go. So the motherfuckers crazy. Yeah. I dealt with the uh with the pigs. Hey, shout out to the pig homies. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Hold the bacon. Really got pulled over for just being a black man too in a white far, neighborhood too, with too far. tattoos. Too far. You better bring your ass back across the mail. Well shit, I was <laughs> in uh Cold ass California, my son's tournament and shit. You know they got their asses handed to them. Did they win one? Yeah, we went one and three. Mm. Um, this AAU shit is weird though, man. Like my son, what was one game? I heard you said he was getting buckets though. No, it was. He put up a twenty piece one game, and then it was like 
you know, you playing, you play these teams, but these teams don't be going to lose. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, it's more so of, you know, you want to develop the, your, your kids on your team. But when you go to tournaments like this, we go with our team, period. This right. is our team. We don't, like, load up. And so, man, you got kids, man. What could be 13, 14 and shit on the floor. It's like you got these big-ass kids on the floor. Like it's not fair. So it's like, you know, what can you do? But wow, I'm teaching them to keep going. I yep. mean, that's all you can nah, do. for the wrong purpose. Like I think Guido, like, kind of complaining about it, too. It's people out there. I was in the same. I don't no, know if y'all was in the same tournament, but I know he was out there. I think the Coca-Cola shit. It's a lot of people. same division. A lot of people went to the Coca-Cola tournament. But, um, yeah, y'all out there for the wrong reason. Like, it's people out there really trying to get a check from say, hey, you shit. Not, ki- not the kids, the adults. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's way too pol- politicized. I oh, hate it. Man. They out there really I trying, hate it, they trying to get that check from Nike. They trying to get, like, it's people that get college coaching jobs from this shit. Not, maybe not head coaching jobs, but, like, scouts or runners or whatever the fuck. Like, niggas is really out here trying to use the AAU to get on. Yeah. So, they not they not going out there to fuck around like we is. They ain't really out there trying to eat. This AAU shit, especially Las Vegas, man. This shit is trash. What? I should try. Um, a Las Vegas team did win it though. So, uh, Vegas Elite, Vegas right? Vegas Elite. Yep. Yeah. And, um, man, big. I'm uh, I was chopping it up, man. Me and Big Sue will pieced it up and shit. Uh, that's my next question to Big yeah, Sue. Yeah, man. He ended up. He was cool, man. He um, his team wasn't there, but he he got on another team to go out there. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> so his kid wasn't there. Yeah. His kid oh, was on okay. a different team. His kid was on a different team. Yeah. I mean, still Vegas Elite, but they got, like, levels. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, we pieced it up and shit. You know what I mean? Shout out to Big Suwu. <laughs> I seen Lil Suwu. He was he was, he was hooping. Was he it? was hooping. Nah, but as far as our team, yeah, we got our asses handed to us. That's crazy, bro. Big people trying to get on, man. At least our son put up the numbers. Shit, yeah, but I don't want that. Du- I'm on that win, especially on that level, because that's that's yeah. the best of the best. Yeah, but you might he's not get there the, being you a, might not get the team victory. But if, if a coach, if a coach see your son, the numbers don't mean nothing. We want the W. Yeah, nah. If if a coach see, <laughs> if a coach see your son, and that's all it's for really is to get your get your kid in front of the right eyes. That's all it's for. Yeah, but I think he only had one good game. So you only need one coach to like you. You only yeah. need one coach to be like, uh. We need, some, in what? we need some consistency. He'll yes. be in the seventh grade. Oh, he got plenty of time. Oh, he got plenty of time. But shit, other than that, man, uh, how was y'all Father's Day? Uh, y'all know mine was trash. I ain't do shit. I don't think I wanted to do shit. Mine was trash, but I did get a. I wanted this uh, grill for the front of my Cadillac, and I did get that. Baby Mom's came and brought that through. That was dope. Because I wasn't really feeling it the whole weekend, so. She made me like her again. <laughs> a grill? Yeah, like the front part of the Cadillac, the grill piece. Yeah, I know you talking yeah. about. You know what I'm talking about. You know this I nigga's this nigga washed. <laughs> he don't care about nothing to do with cars. He just like just yeah. let that motherfucker start up and go. Did huh? she get it put on for you, or she just bought the grill? She, she bought the grill. I'm, I'm gonna get it put on. I had already planned on getting it put on. Oh, okay. So I plan on ordering it myself, and um, she just ordered it first. She That's some me. real like pimping Ken type shit. First time she uh, <laughs> <laughs> first good surprise she had out of me. But Father's Day, give me a grill. <laughs> when you said grill, I thought you meant a barbecue grill first. Nah, like, me too. The Cadillac grill, the front grill for the Cadillac. <laughs> yeah, this nigga iceberg slim ass. Nigga. <laughs> hey, my car gonna be my little project, man. Hey, ain't so I'll be buying piece by piece. I even man, tell me you got like a. Uh, 
Trash. Champagne bath and shit. Trash. She, Trash? She, I think she purposely started an argument, so she wouldn't have to do shit. Damn. Bro, I got a phone call. I got a phone call today about uh, our show with the Mother's Day shit. Yeah. And my cousin was telling me to tell you she was wrong for that. She was wrong. She, she was like, because I hit her, and I was like, um, do you listen to the show, the one I was telling you about? So yeah. she was like, she brought it up, and she was like, yeah, uh, whoever the guy was who said he did all that for the Mother's Day and she didn't even make him a burger, she was wrong for that. Yeah, and didn't give me like, shit. Oh, you okay. ain't get a champagne bath. Yeah, didn't get toenails shit. Toenails clip nothing. She didn't not a month, not nothing. You didn't get dinner. Nothing. I, I didn't even see. I didn't even see my daughter. It's a cold world in these streets, she man. Didn't, she didn't say. She, happy, didn't, she did say Happy Father's Day. She, yeah, she did say Happy Father's Day, but I didn't see my daughters. She didn't bring them. Like she didn't bring them to hang out with me. And like I had them Saturday. So I took them back to her on Saturday night thinking she they're going to be back Sunday. Like, if I knew we was going to go do all this shit, I would have kept my daughters on Saturday night so I could hang out with them on Father's Day. So I didn't even hang out with my daughters. I took my son to see The Incredibles. That was my whole Father's Day. Yeah, I went to uh, – I watched The Incredibles the, um, that Saturday night. Like, well, shit. We went, we watched it like 11 o'clock. And then for Father's Day, I took them to eat at Applebee's and shit. Mm. No. Twenty. Yeah, no, it, my father's day was completely trash. And it was some, it was some bullshit. I'd be, I'd be lying if I didn't say that shit didn't hurt. Cause you know what I'm saying. I, uh, I try to give out. The, I try to treat people how I want to be treated. I might not say the right shit. I, I, I'm, I well, I say the wrong it. shit Let's all the, the time. Name, man. Get the but I try to treat people how I want to be treated. So you know, on Mother's Day, I Breathe, treated you how bro. I wanted to be treated. Let it out. Here you go. <laughs> this bullshit. Yeah, that shit hurt my feelings. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Let it out, brother. <laughs> Need the violin. Fuck. <laughs> Everybody can eat a dick. Say breathe. <laughs> Let it out. It's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> you knew you didn't have nothing coming. Just don't do that. And, I, and I, didn't, I didn't get my expectations. Oh, yet. that's so fucked. But it was like every day. Like we talked every day up until Father's Day. And the Father's Day was dry. Like Father's Happy Father's Day. Day. Like, but I, I kind of knew this shit was going to happen. Like she like she, she probably mad when she hear me say this, but I don't give a fuck. Eat a dick. Like <laughs> we, have, we have this history where it's like. You like you'll say, all right, when the, whenever the day comes, whether it be Father's Day, Christmas, birthdays, whatever, like you'll act like everything's gonna be all good. Then the day of, anything, any anything will do to start an argument. So it could be like, all right, well, fuck you then. You stink it. Yeah, she. <laughs> I kind of so I kind of felt I kind of I kind of was expecting Damn, her to do what she bro, what if she I was did. You, I'm going over there. I'm pouring all that expensive ass perfume. Out. Oh, she took the perfume. I told you she took the perfume back. Damn. <laughs> she took the perfume back. I kept the cash, I guess. She didn't give it to me. Damn. Oh my God. Talking yeah. about talk you fucking about, with a real brandy. Talk about taking a man's heart out and crushing oh, yeah. it. It's it up in love. It is what it is. I, I told y'all we should have played that this morning. We should have played H Town, Thin Love, Two Love and Hate. I told Damn. y'all that should have been the opener. You know what I thought about? I thought about doing uh, uh, the Casey from. Uh, from uh, Jason's lyric, if you think you're lonely now, <laughs> I thought I say I, I meant to bring that one. Well, up. mine was trash, a lovely trash, but it was trash. I got, we took about four naps. Oh y'all, y'all, so y'all went on four dates. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's dating like a motherfucker. <laughs> Man, I was texting her today, like, why are you so happy? She's like, cause we've been spending so much time together. <laughs> 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 yes, sleep works. I'll be telling y'all, man. 
She said she's not going for that shit. That's it. Oh, that I niggas God. be sleeping on them. The, um, no pun intended. Niggas be sleeping on them. Cut on that cuddle time, man. <laughs> well, I, shit, I know my kids didn't give me nothing but a happy Father's Day. They had me all in the mall and shit for their mama though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It happens. You got a grill though. You got something. I got that from baby mama number two. Okay, but you got a grill and you got to spend time with your kids. I didn't even get to do that. They here for the summer. Mm. <laughs> but I won't. I like. I don't. I don't expect nothing. Like yeah. I don't, my kids saying happy father they'd be enough for me. Plus they gave their mom trash ass gifts, so I'm good. <laughs> here, take these shoestrings. They got to like. <laughs> My stepson gave her some Pepsi. Gave her some Pepsi. Gave her some Pepsi. She ain't drinking soda right now. <laughs> Damn. Damn. See, I don't feel bad for my. I don't feel bad for my gifts. I used to give out yeah. as a kid. Then they gave her some trash, so it don't even matter. I'd rather get the cigarettes. happy, uh, happy Father's Day than a. Uh, yeah, that's all beer. I needed, man. <laughs> Just give me a happy Father's Day. She said on, you know, what I mean, on social media and shit. Because we, I think we was eating. Yeah, we was at a barbecue joint. Bomb ass barbecue joint in Cali, yeah. Some Asians made it too. Mm. Asian homies, that shit was so good though. But so you know what I mean? I'm scrolling through my phone and shit, and I see she didn't tag me in a post. So oh my god, here we <laughs> go. <laughs> so I look at it. She made a little joke about it. I was like, yes, she gets it. I didn't even. I didn't see what the post. I didn't see the post. So. Just like uh, I played her on the. Uh, I played her on on one of the episodes. I think it was the episode oh, okay. before last, and uh, so all I get is a happy Father's Day. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, right on, brother. <laughs> right on, brother. That's all I need. Thank you." That shit's so trash, dog. Motherfuckers be happy Father's Day. I love you so much. Da 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 da. And I'm sitting right next to her, not saying a word. Shit's trash, but uh, um. You know, that brought me to, you know, my question and shit. I know we all had trash holidays and trash Father's Days and shit. But um, as, like, you know, three black males, uh, we we pretty spread out in age. A few few years. Oh, fuck y'all. It's a few years between y'all and and me. Right. Um, So we kind of, we probably had, like, different perspectives on what, being a father, actually, you know, means to us as individuals. Right. right. So I want to ask y'all, like internally, what fathers, what fatherhood mean to y'all? Uh, well, for me, I guess it's um, it's more so about just sh- showing my kids love and compassion um, and yeah. support because I feel like, you know, I think I think a lot of it is based on my own childhood where I felt like. You know, at a certain point, my mom kind of clocked out on me. Once my brother left, she kind of was inattentive. Yeah. So, for me, it's about showing him that, you know, no matter what I got going on, I'll always be there for you. You know, I'm, uh, I'm trying to show you how to do the right thing. Again, even though I may not say the right thing, I'm going to try to always do the right thing. Just trying to raise y'all to be good people. And, uh, you know, the rest, the, rest will, the rest will figure itself out. Yeah. Uh, for me, I don't know. I don't know if I got no major ass meaning for it. It's just, it's just dope to me. Shit, you talk about your daughters every week. I know it's and dope you don't to have me. No, no, I'm saying being being a father to me is it's dope. Like that's just simply what it is. It's yeah. just dope to me. Like I just appreciate the kids. Like it just yeah. it brings a joy I don't really got. You know what I'm saying? But I don't have no no strict meaning or no. I don't have no guidelines. 
Like for me, it's like yeah, well, going against the guidelines. Simple as that. Yeah. Like going against what people feel like you, what you're supposed to do as a father. Right. Yeah. It's me just letting it flow, however it flow, and right. letting it go, however it goes. Yeah. See, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like, um, mm, I kind of use motivation as I, I don't think there's a blueprint on how to be a father. Definitely not. So I think I'm motivated to pursue the perfection of fatherhood. If there is, if there is even a, I doubt it. But, but the I'm motivated. The pursuit, by the pursuit. Up, you know yeah. what I mean. Um, but yeah, like you know, I'm actually motivated within myself and those around me, such as you know y'all too. Yeah. Um, to crush like you know the negative stereotypes that we see day in and day out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stowed upon us as fathers, uh, they claim you know. We don't be there for our children. We not great role models. Um, it's true for me. Uh, I can't say that because you don't know what I don't know what my son until he gets of age. I don't know what they see in me. Right. You know what I mean. So, but as we all know, you know, the more you hear and see stuff, the more they beat it in you. Yeah. It becomes your reality. So if they're saying, oh, they're not great role models, oh, you know, all of these negative stereotypes, it becomes our reality. Well, if they said it, then it must be true. You mm. fall into it. You it fall into it. It depends. Yeah. It depends on how much you, how much you, you, how much power you give other people's perspective. Like if you don't give other people, the like media. I, yeah, that's other, that's the other people's perspective though. Like I, I try my best to stay. It's how the media look at black men. Like that's you know that's the whole point of the Debbie Night shit. It's like. They gonna they gonna stereotype us in the worst way, yeah. In everything, anyway. Yeah, but I, I, they do. But I think a lot we perpetuate it just as much because it's now we our do. reality. But see, I think see, I think as black men, not even just black men in a black community, we like to joke about shit that's really hurtful. That's a coping mechanism. Yeah. Right. So, I don't think we give it the same energy. I just think we joke on it more, cause like. You do get the women that be like, oh, you know, my baby daddy ain't nothing. Da, da, da. But then you got to, when you look at the type of women that's saying it sometimes, it's like, who was your baby daddy? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. your choice of this baby daddy. Was y'all in a relationship? Most of the time, y'all was probably just fucking. He probably don't know that's his kid. You know, it'd be a lot of stuff that goes in with yeah. that. So when you get the bitter women like that, it's like, but then for us, when we say shit like that, I think we just, in every in every standpoint, we joke about what hurts our com- our community yeah. anyway. You know what I'm saying? The word nigga, everything is a joke about, we know it hurt it at one point, now we just, that's just the way we deal with pain, I think, as far as the black community, period. Yeah, but I, I, I think it's like, but it goes back to like even slavery where it's like, we give you the scraps of the pig and you learn, you learn to make it a delicacy. So I think that's just, in America, that's our legacy is whatever shit they throw us, we turn it into something that doesn't hurt as much. Right, mm. right. Well, I mean, like I said, you know, I was just sitting down before I took a nap, and I was just thinking and shit. Like, <laughs> nigga, you know, naps. Hey, I don't give a fuck. Look, yeah, naps are like. Um, but I was, you know, I was just looking at the kids and shit, and I was like, you know, this parent. How do you get four naps in California though? You in a day, he said. On, he said on Father's Day, we slept as much as we could. Every time no you got back shit. to the room, y'all was sleeping. Every single time. <laughs> but. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, man, I was just looking at the kids, and I'm like, you know, damn, like, you know, this has been a fucking journey. Oh, you know, this parenting shit, you know. It be some, it's, we got some smooth times. Um, but, man, things, especially now with two teenagers, bro. shit's starting to get real challenging. My stepdaughter turned 13 yeah. on the fucking 30th, and I am not prepared. Yeah, man, shit can get real challenging. But at the same time, you know, at, as much it, it – annoys me it's almost it's all it's also the satisfying part like yeah you know what i mean i can i can guide them you know through adversity see them succeed in the end you know no matter how challenging it could be because i know it's coming oh it's coming you know what i mean um and you know having children so young shit my first son i had at 16 shit yeah Having children so young, you know, I can admit I'm afraid that they will take on some of the negative impact I had back then. And that's the part I'm scared of. Like, I know now. But do you think that made you grow quicker mentally? Do you think it made you be like, you know what, I need to become a man. I need to figure this out. Absolutely. I grew up hella fast. I think that's probably why I'm so watched now. I I really don't know what life is like outside of parenting knowing that someone right. is depending on me because you have so many like i got homeboys that had their kids young and then it's like they didn't they didn't mature right yeah and now <clears throat> at the age we are now having the newer kids they're more mature more parenting and it's like you I don't even know what it was. I don't even know what it was in me back then. Like, I was tripping. Like, I was tripping back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I was was tripping. I was on some other shit. But then you got it right. That's all. But it was like, soon as she said, look, I'm pregnant, it was like something clicked, and I just stopped all that shit. Like, I got to do what I got to do for me and mine. You know what I mean? And... Yeah, but I at the same time I was still growing. So it's like I've been using my 20s to like kind of right my wrongs in a way. Right. But I'm still so fucking damaged from my childhood and my life journey. I'm afraid that you know the negative things kind of stick the you know stick to you the most. That's and I'm afraid that they'll grow up with these same things, and I'm like, I don't want to raise, I don't want to raise no broken kids. My my fears was kind of like like um, so my daughter, I was 25 when my daughter was born, but prior to that, my older cousin, who I call my big brother, he had went to prison, so I was raising his his kids, right? Yeah. But I was still young, I was still gang banging out. So I, seeing them as they get older. Now they want to carry guns. And at a young age, I was like, yeah, you know, don't let nobody punk you. You know what I'm saying? So I remember when my daughter's mom was like, I'm pregnant. I was like, please be a girl. Like, I really didn't want no boy first because I was like, I'm going to fuck it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to fuck it up. If I I have a boy, I'm going to be too lenient. I'm going to be too, like, I was was nervous as shit. And then I, I thought about, like, during the pregnancy, I thought about, like, the, the times when I disappointed my parents. Yeah. And I was like, 
what if I have a boy? And then what if he disappoint me? Like, I told my mom, fifth, sixth grade, like, I don't want to graduate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I told yeah. my dad, like, I ain't trying to graduate. You feel me? And then I would lie because my dad was like, well, as long as you're in school, you don't have to work. So I was like, shit, I get the car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I'm in school. He gave me, he had bought my first car when I was like 15. And then my brother fucked that car up. So he gave me another car. He gave me like a 96 Mazda. So I had a Mazda going to school in my sophomore year. I'm driving a Mazda on, on rims, beats. So I was like, shit, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, all I got to do is go to school. Like, I wasn't tripping off the grades. He was like, nigga, <laughs> go to school. So I, I think of that, like, damn, what they, yeah. I don't want no kid to disappoint me. Yeah. I don't want to spoil them too bad. I don't want to spoil them too much to that. It's too easy. Yeah. But then I don't want to not give either. Yeah. So it's that. I think we all have that. Um, it's that finding that medium. It's, I think we all have that. Uh, I'm going to do what I have to do for my child by any means necessary. Like it. I mean, it sounds good saying it to other people. Right. But at what point as parents do we become burdens because we're not allowing our children to experience having to go get something? Yeah. yeah it's, it's a completely – like, my kids have never ridden the public bus. Like, when I was my son's age, I was all over the city. Yeah. Like, as long as I had the 50 cent – a dollar, 50 cent to go one way, 50 cent to come yeah. back home, I would go wherever. Oh, you live by Votec and I live, I'm in Northtown, whatever. I'll be there in three hours. I come get that cat. Like, I, I was all, I was all over I was the, the same way. Like, I, I, like, like now I'm trying to teach my son how to drive, and he's like, he's scared. He's nervous. He doesn't want to drive. But, like, I started driving when I was 12. Like, I was like, yeah. you know, when I would, I would be with my, my godfather, who's basically my real dad anyway, and I, I would be like, you know, when we, get to this, when we get on the street, pull over on the corner and let me drive down the street and park in the, gar- in the, in the driveway. So I like things like that. Like I wanted to grow up fast. I wanted to learn things. I wanted to be my own man. And my son is completely opposite. And it's just like, damn, what? Like what did I do wrong? See, and that's how I be with my stepson. I told him because I I, w- I really wanted him to move out here this year. And I was like, I'm like, man, you finna be 16. Like when he when he do come out here, I'm like, he like, uh, can you take me here? And I'm like, nigga, get on the bus. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm thinking at that age, no, I was I was walking to the bus stop. I was on the bus. Yeah, but absolutely. then I also think back. To when I was 16 at the bus stop and having red on, being by Silver Nugget, how the niggas p- walked up on me and pulled guns on me. So it's like, eh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think about that too. But now I'd be like, ah, oh, Vegas ain't as bad as it was back then. So he ain't going to have them problems. So it'd be, it'd be that. Like, you got you got to try to find that medium. And that medium is is what's hard. Because I don't want to oh, super yeah. spoil them. Yeah. Like, now that, now that I'm older, I understand my parents being, like, restriction. But back then, I used to be like, if my dad put me on restriction, I'm moving back with my mom. So yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad y'all single and not together right now because I can go from house to house. Yeah. But now I'd be like, shit, maybe I should have took the restrictions. So I'd be on my kids' ass, but then I'd be like, damn, it's kind of hard. Like yeah. my dad always be like, well, what, what did you used to do? And I'd be like, man, why you got to bring that up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they good. They good for that. Like my mom. My mom. Is uh is a is a spoiler for the grandkids. And I'm like, yo, like we didn't get away with none of this shit. Like, what are you talking about, man? I hate and I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how my baby boy is, man. He is rotten. Is he super rotten? Like <laughs> super rotten. Like he can crawl. I don't even think he touches the ground. See, you know what I mean. But you know, at the same time, it's like. And that's what having them older know. kids. Like now that my older kids is here, they do my my I baby love you girl. Too, man. He got me yeah. sucked in too. 
they figure out. But um, I don't know. I, I think one thing that I can say that I'm getting better on as time goes on, I'm becoming like a better uh, motivator. Mm. Um, I'm bad at that. Because it too. took me a – you know, I had to self – you know, I be self-reflecting a lot. You know what I mean? And I – like I said, I got two teenagers now. So, you know, I struggled a lot. I think I started it last year when they had turned 12. Like, how do I transition from being a disciplinarian to more so like a mentor or a coach? Right. Um, because I feel like if I can't guide them, if I'm always – telling them you can't do this you can't do that you can't do this you can't do that instead of letting them come to me about what life is bringing to them at some point they're going to start to uh, hide shit first of all yeah and rebel all right and that's what i don't want i don't want a rebellion in this. see i think you know i'm too lax yeah um i'm too lax yeah i don't know how to have them and talk. i don't want them to become mute like right now they talk and they talk and they talk Almost to the point where I want to tell him, like, yo, shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, I know deep down, like, keep talking. Yeah. Like, the moment they go mute, I know something's wrong. And that's how I was. Like, I didn't really talk. You know what I mean? When you start getting, like, silent. You almost fell out the chair. Nigga, the seat breaking shit. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't want them to rebel, and I don't want them to go mute. And yeah, so that's kind of like where I'm at now. Um, See, I'll be, I'm scared of them talks. I don't, I don't got that motivation thing down. It's hard. And that's nothing. Hard. Like, I hard. don't know. I, I got that. It's hella hard. I close off. And even now, like oh, I'm, man. I've been cooking in my head ever since we last week we had the episode. Like really sitting them down and really going deeper into the sex thing. The sex thing. Actually, that conversation is hard and it's weird. Not even like I think. Because when I talked to them about sex, it was like, the, you know, the surface shit. Right. But now, like, we didn't have that discussion. It's like, now I, I'm going to go even deeper. See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Have I'm preparing you, have myself you done, for Have it. you done the kind of thing yet? Nah, I ain't did that yet. Shit. It's, it's coming, though. It's super awkward. But you said you did it with your son, right? <laughs> yeah, I did it. I, like, I, I, like, I'm to the point now, I'll probably give them both, a, give them both, like, a box of condoms. Like, I can't. Do you, no, I do you, wish you guys make the best decision, but ultimately I can't stop you because you're gonna do it regardless. But if you do it, be safe. Yeah, my, my thing was at the time was more so. Let me show you how to properly put on the condom. Like you don't just, don't just take this motherfucker out and just roll on. That's not how you do it. You yeah. Pinch the tip. This is why we pinch the tip. Like I'm not just telling you yeah. what to do. I'm explaining to you why you have to do it this way. Like you need that extra space so the condom has room to breathe. Like it's weird, and he's like, "Dad, I don't want to talk about this with you." But yeah. like, yeah, if if I don't talk to you, who's gonna I'm talk to you? I have to force it because I don't, I don't want, I don't want you to learn from someone from the outside. I don't want my daughters to run into a man that turns them out. See, and my dad, my dad never gave me the condom, put on the condom thing, right? But I remember my oldest daughter, mom, about my stepson. She was like, "It's time to show him how to put on the condom," and I was yeah. like, "Eh." So I still ain't showed him. I did. I had. To, I, I need to show him though, cause I really want him to lose yeah. his virginity. When got that broom and was like, yeah. like, yeah. The, should I say before this podcast even started, like, you can 
talking to sex about my kids, like, I would just be like, if I ever caught you doing some shit like this, I would kill you. <laughs> yeah, but see, see straight you- up, that's how I would be. But that's toxic in itself. That's telling them, don't tell me. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, but see, it's, it's, I, for me, I guess it's different because I, I worked with kids for the last ten years, so I see kids behave in a totally different manner than how their parents think they are. Like I, I've ha- I've gotten to I've gotten to conversations with parents where they think their kids are one way, and I'm like, lady, you're, you're, when your child's with me, she's a completely different way. So, like, as my son's gotten older, I kind of had a mentality like I can't be the parent who thinks not my kid because I think a lot of people fall into that trap. Yeah. My kid will never do that. My kid will never be this. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah they will. So the best bet is to conf- is confront it head on and not wait until oh my god you did that. Like yeah, my son's my son's a typical American. African American fifteen year old, yeah. so I'm I'm gonna confront it head on. Like even and even knowing that ahead of time, it's still not yeah. easy. It's not easy at all. But I'm not ready. if I don't do it, nobody <laughs> else is gonna do it. Like his yeah. mom is in yeah. a different place right now. You know, I I wish her all the best, but um, you know, she she's not able to handle things as much as she could have. Or but your girl's not teen, so I no. And I'm 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 a, I'm dreading that. Like uh. My daughter's nine, and um, her mom was like, "Yeah, she's she's starting to get moody and blah, blah blah." I'm like, "Lord, not my baby, not my not my baby." <laughs> I watched her come out of there. I, that seemed like it was just yesterday. Like, yeah. what is going on? She's like, "So you just got to talk to her different if you see her being moody. Just kind of cheer her up because I'm starting to notice different see, behavior." I don't, you don't have that fear with the boys like you do with the hell no. My fear with my fear with my fucking girls. Like, like I said, my stepdaughter finna turn thirteen in like two weeks, and she's already on some. I had to set up a photo shoot for her. Now she want to be a model. And she's on that pretty girl thing, my hair long. You know, now she's starting to, she went through the, growing up, so they live in Apple Valley, which is the suburbs of California. Right. So they grew up around a bunch of white girls. So she grew up around all the white people, and she felt that ugly. Mm. You know, that you're black, oh, you're yeah, not cute. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So she felt that for like some years. So it really was a lot of pushing on her, like, you're still beautiful and all that. Yeah. Absolutely. Because like, it was my hair not like theirs. You know, mm-hmm. why my hair got to fro up? Why my hair can't just fall down? Mm-hmm. And why I can't wear my hair? How? And she was a cheerleader. So she's a cheerleader oh, on an yeah. all-white oh, cheer squad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was like she went through that. So now she's starting to accept it. And, like, when we on Father's Day when we went to um, eat at Applebee's, the server when she stood up, because she's hella tall, she's like 5'9 or something. Yeah. So when she stood up, he was like, oh, you are beautiful. Like, why you don't model? And she was like, see, I want to model. And I'm like, Ugh. you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what door that opened up. Yeah. I don't know what door that opened up. I don't know what putting her in the model agency is going to do. I don't know what her being around the people is going to. So it's scary. It's, it's that girl thing is scary. Oh man, it's completely scary. Like I like one of the things I had to go through with my daughter that I didn't have to go through with my son. I think I talked about it like early in the podcast. Um, was that growing? They grew up in the suburb in Henderson, so th- my daughter was around white girls her, basically her whole life. So I always I always was trying to f- make sure that she had positive black women images in front of her like me and her mom used to argue about that shit all the time like yeah. i want her standard of beauty to look like her like i don't want her growing up thinking kim kardashian or 
fucking Scarlett Johansson or somebody like that is the standard of beauty. It don't have to be Beyonce, but just somebody who has her skin tone, somebody who has her hair texture. Like, so that was a thing I had to deal with with my girls that I never had to deal with with my son. See, I had to go through that with my with my daughter, Zai baby. It was like I did the uh, I did the doll test when I seen it on Facebook the black dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. white I dog. That. So I did the I did the doll test, and when I did the doll test or whatever, it was um. It's not in here. So when I did when I did the doll test, it was like she really was like she really liked the white baby doll. Yeah. So then on her phone, she would download all the doll things where she can doll up the pers- doll up the dolls on yeah. the, the apps. And I was like, why are you always picking these white dolls? Like, why are you never? Right. Yeah. Why are you so scared of your skin tone, you know? And so I had the conversation with her, and she was just like, they're prettier. So then I got on her mom about it. Like, So then her mom got on her. So now, like, just two days ago, we in her phone, and she was doing her little app. And she kept on asking her brother, like, is this my skin tone? And I was like, okay. Yeah. She's getting it. But it, it, it was hard. It's, just, you know, it's a struggle. It's, 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 a, it's a struggle when they grow up around the white yeah. people more. Yeah. Like That's why I, t- I think I said back, uh, uh, I think it was our first episode, like, um, when we were talking about Black History Month. Yeah. And I said, all you have to do is go into a black school and look on the board during Black History Month, and all the Martin Luther Kings will be light skinned with yeah. pink lips. I, we have I, no, in I, red. I have it's that. Like, you know I what I mean? That, That's I have that too with the uh, with the skin tone thing. Like, oh, you're yeah. you're dark skinned like daddy, and she, I'm light skinned like mommy. Like, I hate when I hate it when they say shit like that. Yeah. Like, I, I that's another battle I'm fighting as a parent. Like, skin tone, the skin tone battle. Yeah, and then see my, my oldest one is thirteen. That's gonna be thirteen. She was light. She was light as a kid. Yeah. And then as she got older, she got real dark. Yeah. So with her, it was like, it was a big difference. <coughs> yeah. You know, because she was like, used to everybody being like, oh, you light-skinned. Oh, that's a pretty light-skinned little girl. Yeah. yeah. And then she got dark. So it was like, you're pretty, but you're dark. You're pretty for a dark-skinned girl. And they hate, ooh. That is true. bro. I can't so hate that, that shit. shit right there. Yeah. And I understand them. I and understand then with being in, in school, like I say, with being in school with the white people, and like, both my they, both their hair is long. Like Desire's hair is super long, but her hair was long too. So I remember Zabe being like, my um my hair longer than all the white girls. So the white girls don't like me. Oh, I believe it. I was like, what? I believe it. So it was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, cause I, she's not. I can't just go up to the school. I'm three hours away. So we gotta have that talk later. Yeah. You know, I can't just pop up up there. So when she first got into school, them first couple years, and which she was already so smart because she got older siblings. And when you got your kids growing up with older, older siblings, the older siblings are already teaching them, teaching them, teaching yeah, them. Absolutely. So she was already ahead of the school curriculums. So she's finishing her schoolwork faster. You know, smart is dumb. Like everything is, she don't understand, like, why? Because I'm smarter than them. Why are they calling me dumb? You know, like why? Because got to go through that shit. And yeah. I was like, this parenting. Like I, I remember going to my mom and pops. Like, what? What am I supposed to say? You know, yeah. <laughs> like how do how do I fix this? And they was like, ain't yeah. nothing you can do. Like that's school. Like my dad is like, bullying is a part of school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck that. I'm like, yeah, right. but how do I help 
my child's self-esteem because one thing we know about women, women's self-esteem is way lower than men's. Like, they could be the most beautiful woman in the world and she could act like she really... I don't know. You don't think so? No. I think think as far as men, I mean, as far as women, they have a, it's like a double-edged sword because you have society telling them what their standard of beauty is. And then you have us as black men shitting on them for what we feel their standard of beauty should be. It just seemed like they... Us, self-esteem be so we low. show our low self-esteem through fuck shit. Especially the uh, details. The niggas that so only, they only date white women. Yeah, you shit niggas, like that. You, can, you, you niggas is all trash. All that, that fuck shit. You can, you, I mean, you see it. Like, you just hiding your insecurities, motherfucker. But yeah. women had, yeah, yeah. Maybe you, they, you okay, can't. Insecurities is more women on the table. Our insecurities is like hidden. Their yeah, it's internal. On the table. Yeah, theirs Absolutely. they put out there, but ours is there. more internal. Ours is, it, ours definitely through our actions and the yeah. shit that we say. But women got it bad, man. Because we'll see women that's beautiful, and then it's like they just feel like they inside. They but feel to like have shit. Once you had that conversation with them, it's like yeah, they yeah. not but to have themselves. but to have society telling you the creators the creators of this universe what your standard of beauty is and then you have to go to your man and then he's telling you what your standard of beauty should be right or shit where's where's the room for me Mm -hmm. you understand you know what i mean right so that's kind of how i see it but yeah men out here doing some fuck shit (laughs) under the disguise of their low self-esteem um but um, last but not least, you know what I mean. Uh, I think with me right now, uh, I, I think I'm one of the rare ones that uh, also know what it feels like to lose a child. Right. Um, but see, me and wifey went through therapy. I had to go because I was tripping out on my family. Right. Um, but that story is not done with my children. Like, you know what I mean? I'm still searching. So are you going to put them through therapy? Yeah, but it's man, it's hard. Because I remember when me and little you first kids. spoke on you going through therapy. When me and you first spoke on it, yeah, you were speaking on how difficult it was at first. Yeah, yeah. And how making up the decision, like, okay, I'm really going to go through with this, and I'm really going to take yeah, this seriously. Yeah, it's hard seriously. as fuck. The first time, I ain't say shit. I yeah, said maybe two words. Um, But, you know, because they're so little, I'm like, okay, maybe like a group therapy will be more beneficial, um, so they can be around, you know, more children who go through it, right? Because um, they still have their moments, and like, you know, there are a lot of times where we come together as a family, um, you know, because somebody could just randomly just bust out crying. That's kind of how it is in my household, just right. out of nowhere. You know what I mean? And, I mean, we're still walking around. I mean, we're still grieving, but a lot of times we we just we walking around like zombies, man. Like, yeah. And it's hard to explain it. Um, so, you know, yeah, we still, you know, searching to, uh, to get them in some type of group therapy. Uh, 
because I just I don't know how you know they're still growing. They're still growing. Yeah. You know, it's something that they got to live with for a long time, forever. And as a parent, it scares me because at any you know at any moment they could break. Um, afterwards, did you do you think you went into your parenting differently? After what? Like after losing your baby. The like opposite. Like, uh, did you start approaching the kids differently? Was it? Like I was that? tripping. I was tripping. Uh, therapy helped. Like I, I still go through my moods, but when I would go through my moods prior to, I would just go mute for days, and then when I did talk, I'm tripping out on everybody. All right. So. Honestly, I don't know if I would still have them if I didn't go through therapy. Because like Honestly. y'all was already y'all was already you since I've met you, you've been deep rooted with the family thing. Yeah. You've been deep rooted with the my kids have to spend time together. I need all my kids together. Yeah. Uh um with your oldest son being the oldest. With him being the big brother, yeah. Because I remember doing the big horn thing, you, you, and you would tell him all the time, like, "Aren't you the big brother?" Yeah. It's like I remember you being big on that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like. You know, my baby boy, he wanted to be like his brother. You know what I mean? So. He knows that. You know what I mean? So it's like, damn, my little brother not here no more, right. and just out of nowhere, you know what I mean? Like they just break down and it's like well shit like you know what can we what can i really do i'm here for you but mentally like i'm scared you know what i'm saying still so i got i got to uh you know even though i gotta go back right you know but i mean it helped me um i can recognize when i'm going into a mood and i can um I deal with it better right. than what I did. Like, the pain never goes away. Of but I deal with it a lot better than what I did. Um, But, yeah, man, uh, I don't know. All in all, man, as a father, um, you know, to close it out, uh, you know, being able to just – being able – you know, growing up, you used to always hear, like, your, your father and your grandfather be like, you got to – be able to protect and provide right you know what i'm saying that's like that's in me you know what i'm saying right. but it doesn't motivate me anymore like i know i gotta do that but, but it see, doesn't motivate me now with me now it's like stepping out the norm like like when we had the conversation last week about the talk to our daughters about sex and talk to yeah. our daughters about this with me now it's stepping out the norm it's like I want to talk to my daughters about what my father wanted to talk to my sister about. Yeah. yeah like I even said, the right now I'm more focused and I'm more motivated by the emotional bond right. that I continue to build with them. That's where that's what moves me. Like Absolutely. I want to get to that level. Right. Um, but yeah, y'all got any final thoughts before we Nah, nah man. Just uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people um, seem they get discouraged or they get frustrated or they get fed up. There's no right or wrong answer. There, nobody yeah. has the perfect parenting manual. So never give up on your kids. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
You never know what your kids are going to do. But make sure you spend time with them. Like, you know, and I, and I see I see this debate happen all the time on Facebook where women are like, you know, would you rather have a check or would you rather have your your your, your child's father spend time? And most of the women that have sense, anyway, always say I'd rather they have time because, you know, um, even though I need that check, even though, you know, raising kids isn't free, like there's there's nothing like a child having a, a bond with their father. So, all right. Um, make sure you spend time. Make sure you support them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like again, my mom was more so a provider. She always yeah. made sure we had what we needed. There was roof over our head. We had food. But I, I w- and I was actually thinking about this yesterday. Like, I don't remember my mom taking me to the movies. Like, ever. Yeah. I think it is, I, we have only thing I think my mom took us to. My took parents me always to. dropped me off. Yeah, my, well, my, my mom. My mom. If somebody was going, my mom would be like, "My ki- take my kids too, and I'll pay for my kids." Like you know, she never had a problem with that, but it wasn't. I, I don't remember ever going to see a movie with my mom as a kid. My dad, up. literally, I remember the Red Rock Station. I mean, the Red Rock having a the theater up there on Charleston, and my dad grabbed me and my cousin Lamont, and it'll be a movie coming out, and he'll say, "All right," and he'll drop us off, and we'll be there. It seemed like from the time the theater opened to the time it closed, we just movie hopping all day, and we playing that's arcades. And yeah, I don't. I don't even think the kids able to do that anymore. Nah. Yeah, that's how movie it was hop. then. You probably you Shit. probably still could. They don't. We don't got the theaters. Well, a lot of the theaters is in. Like we don't got a lot of out. Like we don't got theaters like that no more. Really. Yeah. Besides the AMC one. But I be like I be, I, I be wanting to do that. I be wanting to just drop their ass off at the movies. Yeah. But then I'll be like, uh, that's kind of <laughs> trash. Like thinking about it now, that's yeah. trash. But back then, that was the dopest thing ever. Like man, just come to my house. My dad gonna drop us off at the movies. Yeah, no, no not me. If, I, if we go, for, I'm a movie goer, so I'm going to the movies. I'm just bringing y'all with me. But like, <laughs> I, I I like experiencing things with my kids. Like, cause I, you know, when I'm when I'm third, when I'm ten, twenty years from now, I want to be able to have those conversations with the kids. Like, do you remember when we did this? Do you remember when we did that? Like, I can't have those conversations with my mom because we didn't do none of that. My mom always took me to the drive-in. We would go as a family to like I I do I I did take that on with my kids. We go to the drive-in. I tell all my cousins, my brothers, fucking hot for that shit. Everybody, we yeah, all go. <laughs> we sit out there, we watch the movie. Um, my mom used to always do that with us. But as far as my dad, like I said, it was just a it was just a drop off. What movie theater y'all wanna go to? What y'all wanna watch? And then if it was like a PG thirteen movie or a movie that we need an adult, he'll walk up, pay for the tickets, you know, have to pay for his own ticket. And then once we get through the door, yeah. he'll leave. Like he didn't stay though, and we was there all day. Right. So like, so as as an adult, do, like, how do you be like, Dad? Do you remember when? Like, cause I can't have those conversations with my mom. Like my dad, my father's not here, but like I can't, I can't be like, Mom, do you remember that time we did? And I want, I want to be able to have those conversations with my kids when they get older. Like you know, you know, I used to be like that. Like, you know, I've been on a little journey, man. You know, mentally, and uh. You know, I ain't really have a relationship with my mom like that either. You know what I mean? Right. And then, you know, with Pops, I had more of an emotional connection with him. But even him, I mean, it was it's always so far in between. Yeah. It's distant. Um, but then I look back, like, on their childhood, like how they grew up, their relationship with their parents. And it's like, I can't even blame them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day... They were broken too. Yeah, you, can't, so, you can't teach something you've never been taught. Yeah, it's like they were broken too. So I can kind of relate and be like, well, you know, mom and pops did the best they can. All I can do is try to learn from That's what they I did. And, and eventually my, my kids are going to grow up 
and there are going to be things they hated about me. That's and like they I'll loved see. about me, and I hope just as they grow, they get to you know they start understanding like this is why why you made the decision. Dad was like this. That's why I tell my dad now. Like I feel like we're a part of the next generation because a lot when I talk to a lot of people, like with my dad, it was they parents was parents, kids, kids was kids. kids. Absolutely. You know now it's like I'm not gonna say we're trying to be our kids' friends. But we want that no, connection. Yeah. But we want that that connection along yeah. with being a parent. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I want to still be able to have that connection. That does seem like the happy medium to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're, we're cool. We cool. But, like, don't. There's, there's a fine line yeah. that don't ever cross it. Like, I'm, I'm kind of like that with my son. Yeah. Like, yeah. we cool. We, we can play 2K. We, ar- we argue about basketball or music all day long. But. When I say get your ass up out this bed and go brush your teeth and go take a bath, <laughs> yeah. that don't mean twenty minutes from now. That means stop. And that and that's yeah. kind of the that's kind of the the issue with his mom that I kind of have to now take over because she gets that she gets that flack or that feed she gets that that negative feedback from him. I don't have those issues because I've right. never I've never allowed it to be that. Like we we always I'm I'll, I'll play with you. I know I, I know I'm I'm funner than she is, hands down. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm, I'm definitely cooler than she is, but. There's a line that you've never been allowed to cross, and you'll you'll never be allowed to cross it. I don't give a fuck if you're 50, nigga. I I come across your face. You might you might win, but you uh, you're always gonna respect me as your father. Yeah. So right, I like I like I like being in that space now. Like we, it's a lot cooler. I, I'm 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 hoping me and my daughters have that same. See me and my dad in that space. Me and my dad is in that friend kind of brother kind of space now, because I'm older. Like I, of I course can't I still can't I still do don't cross them. I still don't cross them in, in certain ways. Pops, that's yeah. It. But my pops, it's like, you know, we had him. We have every talk, like every talk about him growing up to, you know, women. Or we have every talk, so I know his childhood. I know about what's coming up. But then, like, like I say, it's they didn't have that. So to me, it's like that. Like this generation is more the next generation as far as parenting, because we. I think, like I told my dad, I'm like, I think it's more so that I know that. Everything is at my daughter's fingertips. Like my daughter's nine, she have her own phone. You know, I'm paying the phone bill every day, so it's like everything is at her fingertips. Yeah. So it's like, I I need to be able to talk, sit down, put your phone down. That's you know what I'm saying. I got to be able to be that because if I don't, Google gonna do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Google's raising a lot of these kids. (laughs) Google gonna do it. Oh man, I hear that shit all the time. Dad, Google said, I don't want to hear that shit. I was there, <laughs> nigga. Yeah. Google gonna do it. Yeah. Well, uh, man, peace to my ancestors, yeah. man. Uh, Juneteenth was yesterday. Did y'all do anything? I didn't. You know what? I got invited to that Juneteenth celebration. And I do little. Pearson I, wasn't it? Was the Pearson, Pearson one of them? It, one of, it was on the sixteenth. Yeah, no, that's yesterday. On Saturday. Nah, it was, it was one. On, it was one on the sixteenth. Oh, it was one yesterday though, for sure. Yes, yeah, I didn't hear about that one. I, I heard about the one on the sixteenth, and I was like, it's not the day. <laughs> like I don't celebrate like when you celebrate Fourth of July, you celebrate on the Fourth of July every year. Like I'm not gonna celebrate right. on the weekend because it's yeah. it's, it's feel better for you niggas, right? Yeah, it's politicized, political. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Like we if so I didn't since I didn't see a celebration on the 19th, I didn't. Yeah, do it nothing. was one yesterday. I think it was at Doolittle, but I couldn't. We didn't go because my son had practice. I for sure would have took my daughters. My son had practice because they was looking for something to do all day. Yes, if I would have knew it was a celebration, I would have went. But only celebration I knew was on that that sixteenth, and I was like, "This is not the day." Yeah, that's the only thing I heard. I didn't know anything about Doolittle yesterday either. Yeah, I, I, I did see the one about the Pearson on Saturday. It was Pearson on Saturday. Well, uh, about it. 
It's time for everybody's favorite segment of the goddamn show. Do we got one? Man, I know we, uh, mm-hmm. shit, we almost an hour in, shit. We is, but well, let's go. <laughs> I don't think uh, this question gonna last that long. This is the trash relationship segment. Okay, so this question comes from my friend Anisha Palmer. Um, it, uh, she told me not to twist the question, but I have to to ask it properly. Okay, so I've been seeing a debate on Facebook about, you know, if the bills are such and such, if the, if the rent is such and such, and uh, the utilities are such and such, how much does a man pay? How much does a woman pay? So her question, her question was, should the man in the relationship pay all the bills? If I'm in a relationship and we living together, it's one big pot. It's kind of that's it. The bills coming out of both of us. I believe in one big pot. I, d- I know Richie definitely don't believe in one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not splitting up no bills, dog. It's I'm just definitely that pot. way. I don't uh, give it all to me. <laughs> 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 give it here. Oh, give my it here. God. I handle that. You know what I'm saying? And I give you back what we need for groceries. Like you need so much for groceries, I give I give that back. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, I need that whole check. I need I need all that. <laughs> If I'm in here giving you these, this good jug, <laughs> I need all that. Oh, God. <laughs> Slim. Oh, I knew that. Iceberg Slim with the new grill. Uh, I think, uh, I think I don't know. I'm, I'm conflicted on this one. Like, I think I think before, because in my marriage, we kind of did have separate accounts. And we had money f- fights and arguments. That's why it didn't work. Probably. You got to take over. You got to tell her, look, you you don't control that. Like nigga, I can't even get a motherfucking hamburger. You think nigga. she gonna hand over her whole check? Oh, so, so the bigger, the, I guess the bigger question is like, how many people? Okay, like when you get in, into a relationship with somebody, you're attracted to them physically and mentally, right? Mostly sexually, sexually, whatever. Mostly, mostly sexually, right? So, how many individuals do you know of that can say? I was attracted, uh, well, I was financially attracted to them. In a way, like, how am I put this? Um, I'm attracted to the way they handle their financial business. I've for sure been attracted to a few women financially. I'm attracted to the way they <laughs> handle their business financially. I don't think I ever no. ran across a woman who had enough money. You to, don't. Like, you don't. So... Many times we get into these relationships with people that we are into physically and mentally and sexually, but financially they are ass. They don't True. know how to handle a bill. They don't know how to pay a bill on time. Everything's in the red. Shit getting cut off. Checks getting garnished. Creditors all in your checks and shit. Yeah, but what them titties look like. So. That's, that's when the relationship starts to break down. And I think questions like that derives from people who aren't financially responsible. I remember seeing that debate, and I remember, because I go to my grandma's house every Sunday, so I remember asking my grandma the question, like, you know, how was grandpa? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And with their an- her answer is more so like, well, back then, we didn't get paid when men get paid. So, right majority of the income was his income so whatever lit scraps i did bring in he allowed me to do what i pleased with the scraps of my money mm. and he basically gave her 
his checks. Like he came home and like yeah. here's the check. You know, you handle everything. You know, long yeah. as you cook and do all that, yeah. I'll just lay in the bed and eat when it's time to eat. And you know, and then he wasn't that more parent. He was a parent to the kids, but he was more so like just an in-house man. Yeah. So it was it was the the income part, and then well, my grandfather, my dad's dad, it was kind of the same way. He was like, you know, he brought in all the money. So, so when I get home, I'm chilling. Yeah. So back then, women couldn't women couldn't make that dollar. They they wasn't making. It wasn't no equal pay for equal pay rights right. for women. You know, they was making scraps. So it was more so like whatever your scraps is. You know, my grandpa used to tell my grandma like, Sam, go get your hair done. Go get your net. Whatever you, whatever you feel makes yourself look beautiful. Look beautiful, even if you are just sitting in this house. You know. So I guess then it was different. Now it's like, you probably made more than me. You know, yo, yeah. yo, you you got a better job than I do. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot. A lot of them are caking up. It's a yeah. lot of a lot of them out here getting that bag. There's a lot of women out here get, getting their money, and it's it's a lot of women now that's learned the financial part to building their credit and all that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But like, like Spence said, it's a lot of women that don't know shit about it. Don't so know shit. So so at this point in your life, okay, say say you aren't with wifey. Like if you meet a girl and she, um, how do I want to say this? Like say say she say she is a great woman. You know you're, you're attracted to her in every aspect, but financially she isn't where she needs to be as far as taking care of responsibilities or whatever. Do you not pursue a relationship with her? Repeat that. Like, if you meet, if you say, say we're gonna say you aren't with wifey, yeah, and you meet a woman and she's pretty, she you attract to her sexually, you guys have a great vibe, yeah, conversation, all that, all that's all that's cracking. Yeah. But she she makes she makes enough money to take care of whatever she needs to, but she's not on top of her a game. Do you at this point really, in your life? I don't determine um, someone's a game by what they make. No, no, not not by what they make. I'm saying like she's not taking care of her she's responsibilities. She's making no money to take care of her financial financial responsibilities, oh, but she's issues. not doing it. I can't do it. You can't do it at this point in my life. No. Um, if I was to ever be single, God forbid, um, because I would be I would be getting trashed out here. Um, I'm gonna get to know you on a mental level. I'm gonna get to know you on a physical level. I'm definitely gonna get to know you on a sexual level. But if we talking about moving in, I need to know what that financial life be like. So I have to. Does that mean? Does that mean we place more of an emphasis on financial, on on financials than we do about love itself in 2018? Does uh, like does the fact that you lo- do we? Yes. Do I? I wouldn't. But the thing is, I have to be able to know that you don't even be have to, you don't even have to make anything. You know what I'm saying? You could be making shit. I don't know, pennies on the dollar. Like we can grind and get you where you want to go. You know, a relationship is right. about building. What right. you have, I don't care about. Cause we gonna get it. But if you're not responsible with whatever you have, then I can't do it. Especially talk we talking about moving in, because now I'm bringing you into my space. Like if I'm open with my financial if is, my, is it, if my is if it, I'm open up, if I'm open with my financials and I'm seeing you look I'm on my shit, I can't let you um fuck that up. So is it because 50, I got people, I got kids. Is right. it fifty fifty when she move in? No, nah, the moment I tell you we moving in, like it's just one pot. 
What if she like Nah I, I like Kind of like having my own money over here Cause like you get You when You and wifey doing with Getting together Cause y'all was a Both She was in California You yeah. were in Vegas Then she moved to Vegas When when I moved her here She didn't even have a job And then you went Then y'all went and got the house and Cause that, the house When y'all moved, I had When I moved her here I moved her here We were I was still in my apartment All of us were in a one bedroom apartment Okay, that's because I, I that's all I was saying. Yeah. I know when you moved into the house, I moved her here. Moved I was, we was in a one bedroom apartment. She finally got she she found her a job. Once she got solid, we stacked up, got up out of there, and we've been in that house ever since. Hey, you dope as shit. I mean, I just I, it's it's about Ladies, building. Like right as, now, you as long as with me, you ain't got no motherfucking <laughs> As long as this shit is genuine, you know what I mean. It's it, I mean, it's all about building. That's what that's what life is about. You know what I mean? Nope. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you got. If I know you, if I know you genuine at heart, then I'm all I'm all for you. But when you start fucking up and shit, that's when I yeah. start. I don't love like that. <laughs> hey, I don't got those type of yeah, feelings. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Dante. Like I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, material things have never been. They yeah, I've never been they into. Them. Yeah, yeah that's not I mean, I'm not. Movement. I'm not into material things, but I'm. I'm just. I'm not carrying that load. Yeah, I don't I look. I didn't look at it as a load. I'm. Look, I look at it as a journey, like as fatherhood. But this is a relationship. It's the same yeah. shit. Like I can go on that journey. I can go on that rocky on ass. Panel, so I can go y'all for that. Go get you. A, <laughs> no, 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 no. Let, let me let me clarify. <laughs> I, I don't make that kind of money. I don't, don't, definitely don't listen. You come over here. We fifty fifty like a motherfucker. Cause like I got kids too. Shit, I, my, my kids need shit, and I'm pretty sure after this after this podcast, is, the heat gonna turn up on my ass. Like, oh, oh really? That's how you feel about me? So you know, uh, whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I mean, it got intense for a minute, you know what I mean? Because I was the one working. I mean, we talking about, you know, at this time we have six, you know, to us two and six children. So oh, yeah, in a one bedroom fast. apartment, we got Christmas and shit coming up. I'm the only one working. Oh. It's the, it's the, it, but it, it, I still kind of, you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't let her know like I'm getting tired. You know what I'm saying? So it, she was already motivated to, you know, get on her feet as an individual, and it just all worked out. It wasn't no agendas. It wasn't no. Look, I think I'm doing this. He doing dope. this. We, you know what I mean. And I think just, that shit is dope. That's why. That's why I listen to R&B music because I like these type of stories. Nigga. I just, I just can't do it. So I love these type of stories. Like <laughs> I be like, oh shit, like. You know, I still watch you know romantic films and shit. Yeah, romantic comedies be the shit. Thirteen going on thirty. I was well, fuck with shit, Tyler man. Perry for a tough minute till he started getting real weird. Hey man, shout out to Tyler Perry, man. He's giving the bitches AIDS for cheating. <laughs> hey, whoa. whoa, he did. He did what? The movie, uh, yeah, movie oh, presentation. Uh, yeah, yeah, gave him, yeah. Uh, Ladies, nigga, no. You told me. I said, wait, whoa. Yeah, he gave a bitch AIDS oh, for yeah, cheating on her man. Absolutely. She, Shout out to Tyler Perry. She deserved it. Hey, that's a hell of a movie. Man. We saw that play too in person. The play, the play was dope. We y'all ready to talk some shit? Let's go, man. Let's Absolutely. get to ready to talk some shit, man. Absolutely. Uh, did y'all see? Y'all see the uh, the Creed trailer that came out today? I did. Yeah. I shared it. That yeah, shit looked good. You did man. share it. That's why I saw it on your yeah. page. That shit looked good. Yeah. Tessa Thompson's so motherfucking fine. God damn. Whoa. She bad. Oh God. Yeah. And Janelle Monet didn't turn, probably turned her the fuck out. Look at all ass. Nigga, uh, what's, who is mom? Felicia Rashad still, uh? Felicia man, still she fine. just turned, she damn. just had a birthday too. Man, look. 
Vintage oh. vagina. Black man. don't crack. Man. Uh, yeah, man, Creed and versus Drago. What is this, 30 years later? Yeah. They say he, uh, I was uh, so, looking okay, at so the credits. He's supposed to be in it, too. Is he fight, he's fighting Drago's son, son, right? But Drago was in the movie. I've only seen the first Rocky, so all that shit is irrelevant to me. What? Well, basically, Apollo Creed fought oh, you Ivan Drago, and Drago killed him. I, I, like, I know the storyline, that yeah. part, but I've never seen the film. Oh. I, ju- I just saw... Godfather. Drago was on all them steroids and all that. So he whooped his ass. Too. I just saw Godfather like on spring break. Like I'm, I ain't never seen Godfather. I saw you never. Well, seen I him? believe he'll be in the movie though because uh he was in uh Expendables. Yeah, but Dolph Lundgren. Oh yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, so I'm I'm saying and him it's the and dude who um I thought Coogler was the one who was Coogler is, but he ain't directing it. He's, he's just the, executive. He's executive not producer. The dude who directing it is the one who directed uh is the director from uh Luke Cage. Cool is not directed. Which comes out Saturday. I don't know. How oh, it do come out Saturday, do yeah. it? Did you, did you watch Jessica Jones? Because I didn't even see the second season of it. I didn't see the second I season of it. But I'm looking forward to Luke Cage. Did you watch Black season Lightning? Season two. Nope. What? That was on actual TV, huh? That's on, that's on Netflix. Black Lightning was so boring to me, bro. You ain't like Black Lightning? I tried to dude, watch I it. was hella into I Gotham, know. and then my pops watched the it, seasons. Right? It, it's so many seasons now. It's like, dude, I ain't catch. I can't catch up. Yeah, they just, they just put the new season of the Flash on, so I got. That's what I'm on now. Queen Sugar, but yeah, I got Luke Cage Saturday. Yeah, I'm, yep. I'm looking forward to that. Um, now let's get on. Look, I waited six years, six whole fucking years. I have a feeling I know this is going for what? Just to tune out an album from the greatest rapper of all time. Tupac made another album. Fuck y'all! Look. The fucking Nas album. Let's go. What the fuckity fuck was that? Bro, hey, but look, let me tell you something. I tuned the shit out. <laughs> listen, listen. Going into the album, that first track, I was like, okay, yeah. we might be on to something. Yeah. Then it, then, it, then it went down. Then it went down. Yeah. I hated the production. I hated it. it it almost Kanye sounded like is getting, I'm telling you, dude. Look. It almost sounded like he took Nas raps and just added them to his production. The That's first half, the first he half sounded good though. Slowed it down. His Nas was the rapping was like it was off. He Nas wasn't was, rhyming. That first song, that first song, the first track was on point. Like with the production, I didn't like none of his it. lyrics. It was cool. Then after that, it was kind of like mm, it was conscious trash. But, it was. but did you really it. think that Kanye was going to produce the proper Nas album? I did. I'm, I was. Everybody was talking about, yeah, man, Kanye needs an album like this. Kanye. I Nas mean, not Kanye. Nas should have had an album like this. Nas should have had an album like that. No. Nah, Nas stick to the the Nas motherfuckers who Cole. produce your shit. Stick to the Salam Remy, the Pete Rocks, the Large Professors. Not no fucking futuristic Kanye shit. Get the fuck out of here, man. Man, hey. DJ Khaled, and I, that I, Nas album. Just you know, just because it's Nas, I ain't gonna call it trash, too. but it I ain't like it. it that that Khaled and Nas shit was trash too. I, I'm personally, I can't I, sonically, I can't, I just can't listen to Nas. I can't get into him. It's I don't know if it's his voice or nah, what. You bugging? I can't, I can't get into him. Like unless the production, unless the actual production on the song is great. Nigga eating gushers. Uh, unless the production on the song is great, I can't listen to Nas. Like he he bores me. He puts me to sleep. 
I don't know about what? all that. Not I think the only sweet. track that that stood out was the cop shot the kid. That was a good one. And I and even that was just eh. No, that song pissed me off. The production, the 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 whole track that that fucking what 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 sample slick rick. Yeah, that slick rick sample yeah. through the whole song was irritating as fuck. If he would have just did that like through the hook. Yeah, rapping over in, he was rapping over rapping the cop over shot the kid, shit, cop, and cop that shit shot hell, kid, cop, and it was cop, hella shot, loud. Kid. That cop shot yeah. it was hella loud during this whole rap. So I didn't even hear really what the fuck Nas was saying. Bro, I said it, and, and y- y'all know how I feel about Nas, but I said it on fucking, like, on Twitter, like, this album was, like, so bad to me, probably by track five, Jay's lines from TakeOver started coming in my head, bro. Man. Like, one hot album, every 10-year average. This shit was bad. One hot <laughs> album, Period. That nigga don't got no more than one nah, album. You don't like nah. Nostradamus? What? Illmatic. Yeah, it was written. Stillmatic. Life that, is not good. That not that song. That oh. song was trash. <laughs> like Project Windows, though. And uh, what was the other one? Wait, uh, the only uh, Ron Isley? Yeah. The only shit I like is the song that got one. The only album I like is the one with one mic. The one with the reverse Stillmatic. song on there. Stillmatic is the only album I like. Oh, no, no, no. I got, okay. So I got Illmatic, Stillmatic. It was written. It was written with Godson. Gangster yeah. Disciples. Like yeah, that's just, just Life is good. Shine. I didn't like I don't know. I ain't like, like nah. That's the pop shit. I ain't wanting to feel you singing a hook. Give me give me some give me some raps. He don't know. The other one. The the cold, the, 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 the coldest dog song I ever heard was the um these are the last days of a hanging slave. How can I forget this? I rob you. Put you on my hit list. Under the nails is dirty. Look at the grime. My burnt lips from the roach clips. How can I shine? Being broken back a dope bitch. Powerful mind. We put- yeah. What is that? You ain't never that, It got like a Christmassy beat. You a Nas fan? I know. I can't. I got to hear it. I got to hear it. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't get it out. Go get it. Damn, that sounds Pause. <laughs> um, well, while he gets that track, uh, yeah, I had to turn on Illmatic after listening to this shit. Like, so I can remind myself just how good he is. is that shit right <laughs> That was 30, um, 30 years ago. Can bro. we admit Good Music Month has been super trash? Yeah, it has been. Push the T album was cool. All right, hold on. I got Push the T album was eh. That's it? That's it? Oh, shit. This was off Nostradamus? This is the production he needed. Whoa. These the last words of a hanging slave. How can I forget this? I rob you. Put you on my hit list. Yeah, this shit yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That shit hard. Yeah, okay. That's probably my favorite Nas joint of all time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good music month has been super trash. I know we waiting on Tiana Taylor, but. Yeah. Who waiting on Tiana Taylor? Who's waiting on Tiana Taylor? <laughs> Who's waiting on <laughs> No, I'm Tiana saying like that. Taylor. That's it. After that, that's it. That is it. But good music has been a super letdown. Oh, my been. God. No one is waiting on Tiana Taylor. Oh, Kanye dead. Oh, Kanye dead. It's, it that's me, what I'm saying. It like, makes me we, sad because it's like certain lines. Did we expect line. Kanye to produce a I don't know. vintage Nas album? I, I, I said I hated it. 
I I, I keep doing what he doing. You didn't like. Yeah, I stay with what you know. Not stay with what you know, but man, the grimy beats, man, all that I like futuristic beats, shit. I, 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 I think I didn't like to. I haven't liked a Nas feature since. I haven't liked nothing Nas has been featured on since Life Is Good. Yeah, no, I, I fucked with uh, I fucked with the track with him and Scarface on Calix City. That's the only Calix City I like. Um, I fuck with Nas. I, I, well, no, I don't. I'm lying. I don't fuck with Nas. I fuck with that track. I think Nas just needed. He needed the the DJ premieres. He needed the yeah. He his production gotta be solid. Yeah, he needed even know. even J Cole probably would have helped him out. Like he just he need he didn't need Kanye. He didn't need he didn't need this Kanye because this Kanye this is Kanye on some is, bullshit. It makes me sad. I Bro. keep I keep doing what you doing. How you heard? How you listen to the Nas? Su- and you went back to the takeover, bro. Like I keep when I hear this Kanye shit and it disappoints me. The college dropout, something yeah, from the college dropout, to, just yeah. start playing in my mind. It just makes you so sad, think, man. When you go back and listen yes, to that shit, you be I, like, man. I think subconsciously, my, I my had mind watched, is looking uh, for a balance. Uh, Ron Fest was on um, Rate the Bars, mm. and he had brought. Up, I seen something about the bleach the booty hole. <laughs> 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 he said when Kanye did that bar, the bar where he say, uh, "She bleached her booty hole." If I get bleach on my shirt, I'm going to feel like an asshole or whatever yeah. he had said. He was like, when I heard that bar and the people in the studio was going crazy, he said, that's not new. It's time for me to book a flight. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, that was a zero. But then uh, he went back to when Kanye, he did the Kanye from College Dropout lyrics. And he was like, from that Jesus Walks. And he was like, see, this, this to Kanye. But he wrote that. I love it. Well, you know, that's why. He was just on mm-hmm. that. like Plug, self-promotion. So, exactly. I was watching that shit like. But this Kanye, like like I said, when I when I first had that cop shot the kid, that slick Rick, I think the first the first few that, the first few times it I was said was I was like adult. cool, and then but it just kept going. Cop shot the kid, cop cop shot, the kid. and he's yeah. trying to rhyme over it. It's like no, nah. that was hella weak. Um, another album of the year candidate though, who, J Rock. That J Rock shit, J Rock surprise, yeah. Hey, and I and I felt bad because I shitted on them two singles. It deserved to be shit on. Yeah, let's let's blame. But Kendrick within the Marfa but within shit, the man. album, it didn't sound bad. The album didn't sound bad because the the, the ones the, what is it the bloodiest? I still skipped over them two singles. The bloodiest the the singles was the first and the last song. The bloodiest was the first song. See, I didn't hear the bloodiest. That was the first song. No, I mean I didn't hear it when when it was a single. I oh, we know. talked about it, but we shitted on it. And then when was at the end. That shit was within trash. the album, the shit sounded good to me. Nah, when still sounds like it still sound bad. When was trash. But, I wasn't um, feeling the singing joints. He had a few on there where he was trying to sing and shit. I yeah, but I, like that that redemption song and uh, redemption is a heat eater. And, Re- and with track, SZA, yeah, and track, and track two. Uh, that might be my favorite song. Um, redemption. The, the, uh, track two. Uh, what, worth the wait. Wait. Worth the wait. Whatever yep. it was called. No, for what it's worth. For what it's for worth. What it's worth. Oh yeah. my god. I like for and what then it's that worth. Kendrick Lamar. That him and Kendrick Lamar freestyle. That wow freestyle. Yeah. I, like oh. the, I like the one with him and J Cole. I was on fucking it. with that. The yeah. And, yeah. You like the one with him and J Cole. I like for what it's worth. Rotation and redemption. I like rotation. Reflection like songs always get me. Like I like growth. redemption. I like I like the wow freestyle with him and him and yeah. uh, Kendrick. Just because it brought me back to. Uh, Kendrick freestyle on uh Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, he had a, he had a string mm. in the middle where he had a, a few good songs. I'm like, damn. Yeah, he yeah. yeah it it was it was way better than I thought because I was really shitting yeah, on it. Yeah. And then I had like listen to some his 
recent his albums before and i didn't never really like them so i was like yeah i wasn't checking for it Amen. but i think that's a good thing i think it's good if we not checking for the album because then i don't got no expectations yeah when i be checking for the album i got these high expectations and it'd be some bullshit like an album yeah. we're gonna speak on in a minute um yeah. yeah uh yeah well like i said i like redemption you know reflective songs always get me you know grow through a journey of adversity i didn't know about his motorcycle accident me neither, me neither. So I was like, you know, he rapping about being at his own funeral and shit. I'm like, damn, you know what I mean? Mm. I ain't know he fucked himself up like that. Hey, I, I know it's how when I bring snacks, I share them and shit. Uh, right. I ain't <laughs> know, <laughs> I'm not serving <laughs> nobody. I'm just saying. I just was. Look, I'm trying to pass. Hey, we all looking at them guys. I'm trying to pass. Motherfucker, like look. chicken wings, don't they? God damn. I tried to pass it. <laughs> Spence said no. As soon as he heard it was a gusher, he was hey, like, "Oh no, I'm cool." Got a bag of boneless wings over there. Those motherfuckers look delicious. Hey, I bought hey, cookies, but um, <laughs> you did, you did. Them motherfuckers look good. Uh, hell yeah, yeah, man! Throw them motherfuckers, man! <laughs> the fuck? First, you gonna say no? Um, the Carters couldn't even let Nas mediocrity breathe before they released some me- mediocrity on themselves. Uh, I want to speak on this album, but I don't have anything positive to say, and I don't want the Beehive after me. I've seen their impact, so I'm gonna let y'all have this one. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool on the Beehive. Um, yeah, we got a surprise Carter album for Juneteenth. Who okay, are so who are the Carter? Although most of us knew it was coming, you know, they weren't going to tour on old material. I figured that. Look, I knew when I started seeing them damn photos of him and Beyonce, I was like, they finna drop something. I woke up out of my nap. What? I went to sleep. I woke up. <laughs> and they dropped this motherfucking album on Saturday. This nigga's so 60. I woke up. <laughs> what the fuck? I woke up. And wifey was like, you know the, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce just dropped the album. Man, tell you how mad I was, right? So I already don't got title. I've been doing the Spotify thing. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let me download this title. Let me get my subscription. Let me start doing my... So, I fucking download title, and I turn the fucking shit on, and I couldn't. I'm seriously listening. Like Jay got to give me one track that I can go in. I need one track that I can say, "Nigga, that was old Jay Z." Though, nigga, like y'all had to like that. I got none of that. I, I got none of that. Um, you got you one track. No, oh, speaking of title, before we before we keep going, speaking of title, uh, Groupon's giving away three free months of title right now. So if y'all listening, y'all welcome. <laughs> um, Beyonce was cooking on the intro track. She was sounding like <sighs> she was sounding like dangerously in love. Beyonce I'm on not the feeling intro. This Beyonce rapping like what's no? She on? was singing on the intro. No, but then when no you gimmicks, get, no none of that. That's she was singing. It, that's it. And then the rest of the most of the rest of this album, she's rapping. Yeah, even Jack, even the la- even that last track. What was it? Love happy, happy love. That's complete, complete trash. Jay's flow on this album was. <sighs> <sighs> Um, I fucks with Boss. Jay was spitting mm. on Boss, bro. Boss, he was. Boss and Ape shit was on. Um, really like. Friends is I, I Friends really is dope. Friends, y'all ain't like Friends. Friends was alright. No, Friends was alright. You ain't but like Friends. It wasn't. It, it to it just wasn't no track that really stood out. It wasn't no track nah. that made me say, you know what, I'm gonna go back to this album and I'm gonna listen to this track. No, it was like now that this album is over, I can be done with this album. No, uh, he finally addressed why he didn't make it to Kanye's wedding though. They was beefing. Him and wifey was beefing. He said, I ain't going no fucking way. Me and wifey beefing. He said that on, on uh, that was on what, Love Happy? That was on Friends. Oh. I know on Love Happy they addressed them beefing too. When she was like, we got div- like we got remarried or some shit. 
Oh, I don't know. She was talking. She was talking her shit though. Um, it was lots of jewels, you know what I'm saying? But like Nas, it was mediocre trash. Um, Beyonce didn't know which fucking Migo she wanted to be throughout <laughs> the album. Uh, on the songs, either Jay's flow through the song off or the hook was trash. It, it, it gave and me then like Ape Shit was Amigos joint. It gave me like Amigos Future vibe. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, did Future write some of this? Because it gave me that. Did the Amigos uh, top though, off the Maybach, it? that type of shit. Like, no, it was that was their track. Mm-hmm. It was their song. Ape Shit was their song. Uh, yeah, it was an underwhelming. Uh, well, I think it was a song that they planned on giving to them though, because it it say well when I they seen got the credit for track, it. Yeah, when I and when I seen the reference track, it said you know. It's, Based like the song they gave to Beyonce, trash. it was trash for sure. Um, yeah, it was an underwhelming completion of the trilogy. The only album I liked was Four Forty Four. Anyways, I I didn't I like was, Lemonade, and I don't like this. Well, I for sure I would. I for sure ain't fucking with no Beyonce. But when he was saying, when he was having an interview and he was speaking on what we was working on, we we didn't plan on doing. Eliminated 444 We was actually working on the album And then we was yeah. going through our bullshit So we ended up doing She ended up doing her own project I ended up doing my own project That's what I was thinking I was like I hope this ain't what y'all was working on together No I don't think it was I think this is just something They put together last no, minute No this was actually This was definitely a trilogy Yeah it was a part of a trilogy Cause you had Lemonade You had her shit Then you had Jay And then now they're together This was definitely part of a plan Yeah it was part of a plan But I don't think this was For both I of hope. them to come out super personal And now they're together Talking they shit Like and then they bring it up, like they brought up the bullshit. They in, definitely had the this plan. Yeah, she was trash yeah. either way. Um, it don't, it, it, if it would have been a blue album, the shit would have still went crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of Jay Z, he's now the creative director of Puma Basketball. Puma are fucking around. Yeah, they already they already cooking. Signed uh, three first rounders from the NBA draft. Three first rounders. Two two of them are going top three. Um. Eyebrows were raised though because of Jay's Rock Nation Sports and being president of Puma Sports. You know that could create a problem, conflict of interest. Uh, but it's probably why Puma changed his title to creative director. But do okay focused on more on designs and branding with Rock. Yeah, with Rock Nation, with Rock Nation Sports, is he giving shoe deals? Is he giving clothing deals? No. So I don't understand why people is raising eyebrows. This is a yeah, whole other thing. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's, you got, it's agents and all that, that shit. Yeah, that's why he had to give up his stake in Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, can't do that. Because it's Rock Nation Sports. Mm. Okay. Um, I, I was looking, I, I figured Puma was going to do something in sports soon. Because Puma ain't had a. Yeah, but. I'm, who <coughs> was the last Puma, uh, who was the last person? I don't Vince think Carter. Puma. Good God. Puma, had, Vince Carter was on Puma? And when he first got in the league, he was on Puma at first. I thought he was with uh, Converse. No, nah, he was with Puma, and then I think he did um, and one, and then Nike. Yeah, he did do and one. Jesus, yeah, God damn, that was in the nineties. That was yeah, ninety six. No, he came remember. out ninety. But they came, they came back full force. Oh, they coming well, back I full know force. They was doing so much with the hip hop shit with the Big Sean, and uh, they was signing all these hip hop. Rihanna, Rihanna was probably their biggest, their biggest sign. Rihanna, Big Sean. Um, I see women all the time with them sandals on, or at least knockoffs. Anyway, yeah. So I I knew something was coming. I didn't think it was gonna be. I didn't think Jay Z was gonna be a part of it. I do. I, I figured it was gonna start going to the athlete soon. Well, uh, my brother, I'm gonna need you to plug that 
Oxy in. Um, we finna get on this ja- Jacquees album. Jacquees came with a heater. I don't know about heater. Oh my god! I don't know about go. heater. Here he go. The first half of the album, other than the Donnell Jones track and the BED song, which is already his single. The first man, half how of- many fucking albums and mixtapes is he gonna put that song on? Uh, I just I have never listened to any Jacquees music, so this no, I'm is, talking about BED. I, this is my first time listening to any Jacquees music, so I don't he know. Ran that shit in the motherfucking grave. Other than other than yeah. those two, the first half of the album was trash. The first half. The first half. I fuck with Jacquees. I fuck with Jacquees. The second half. The second half. Right the second half. The second half made up for it though. I fucks with twenty three. Twenty three. Um, shit. That's Donnell Jones. I was though. about to skip it. When I heard Donnell Jones talking on that motherfucker, oh, Donnell shit. Jones saying I'm still heartbroken and shit. But man, it's cool that you know he's still getting his writing on. He's still getting his writing on. He produced too, didn't he? I think he produced that track. Shit, better than singing. It it sounds like if you didn't know you was listening to Jacquees, yeah. it kind of sounds like Donnell Jones. Yeah, I fucked with 23. I fucked with uh, I fuck I fuck with I know I know better. No validation. I fuck with Beauty Doesn't Cry. That shit was trash. Yeah, no trash. validation was trash. I no validation was trash. Man, put that on, man. Shit. What? Man, turn that up. What? It wasn't trash, but it wasn't good. I'll say that. Ooh. Shit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Nigga. Hey. Fuck this album. I listen to it for a minute. Woo! Make up your mind. Yeah. I ain't the type to blow up your life. Look at me. It's a star. <laughs> this is a heater. All this water, she gon' drown on side. You can't deny, man. Put you on this pimpin', baby. No, I can't. You my best decision, baby. So let's romance. He stands. Oh, man. Take off your pants. Cancel. Your plans, Woo. I understand. <laughs> you want a man. To Y'all can't be see me right now. I got the stank face. You oh, need like this shirt. Yeah, yeah. I got it. We gotta go. Nigga! Yeah. He was cooking on uh, House of Hotel. He's cooking on that one. And then Play the Field. That's my shit. Now you gotta play that, goddammit. Play the Field. Play the Field is my shit. I fuck, I, I fuck with most of the album. That's this Jodeci, that's that Jodeci vibe right here, baby. Man, turn this up, man. Turn this that up. red light, I fuck with that red light, too. Turn this up. Do Dave Lowe's joint? Yeah. Oh, my God, that shit was terrible. What? Oh, you don't like Dave Lowe's? Hey. It was terrible. You don't like Dave Lowe's? Hey. This dude got the, this dude sound like Devontae right hey. here on this production. This Jodeci joint right here, man. Cook, cook. I'll never take your love for granted. Maybe you mean that much to me. And every time this I look at you, wow. Maybe I see. I don't know. You is what makes me complete. I know Miguel and Division we coming out here. I will be there. Division. You don't know who Division is? No. But whenever you're Stop ready, it. I'll be waiting. You don't know who Division is? Hold up. Man, she look up you know division, who division man. D V S N. Oh yeah, 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 I fuck with him. I fuck with him. It's them. Well, whoever they is. Uh, <laughs> it's a song called Too Deep. Too Deep? Too Deep. 
Now the concert I do want to fuck with is Charlie Puth and Haley Stansfield. Nas and Lauren Hill will be out here September seventh. Is he is he performing that? Is he performing, oh. <laughs> he's performing that. He can, this right here, this division. He have to. I just always called him DBSN. I didn't know. What I sound was this? I can, I recognize it, but I can't. Yeah, this shit dog. This is a Hold girl. on, wait this till you come in. Wait till you come in. No, they from Canada. This is a girl group. Mm-hmm. This sound real gospelish. Yeah. Wait till you come in though. Come in. <laughs> this thing is so like. I don't hear. I don't hear. There ain't none of your friends, man. Y'all don't hear it. It's genuine for sure, but I don't hear. You don't hear it. I don't hear the sample, and I I can't. It's cool. Yeah, I'll, this not probably one of my favorite songs. No, cause I, I don't know if I should be dancing or I should be crazy. I don't know if I should you know, be twerking the, the praise dancing. You yeah, sound like Maxwell a little bit. Yeah. It's yeah. them. He, I said he sounds like Maxwell, whoever the dude was. Uh, yeah, I'll pass on that shit. But, um, nigga, him and Miguel and them together, that shit for them. I'll be there. Like um, a whole bunch of Capri pants and all. And then that. I liked uh, whatever you into. Whatever you into is a cold ass song. Whatever you into was, was yeah, that was my. That's a cold ass song right there. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you into, that was. Have y'all ever been uh, into someone uh, that's really into women? <sighs> no, I think I he don't was, know if really into women. I think he he might have been talking about Dej Loaf on this song. Dej Loaf. No, they got a whole little album together, little mixtape together. Yeah, but Dej she Loaf. definitely like hoes. She's trash. She's beautiful to look at, though. Oh, my God. We and in the MJ sample, I see you, Jock. You talk about a beautiful chocolate woman. They love definitely fits the, the profile. Uh, I wish she stopped making music. Days low. Stop making music. I fuck with Days Low. This right here is cold. This, he talking about Days Low, though. She keeps telling me we best of friends. Don't know what type of shit I'm in. There's gotta be some other man. It's probably my mind. Other than Tweet Green, it's probably my mind. Ain't trying to rush nothing. I just need more. Like, and she thinks I should understand. Cause Maybe because I, I put it on my snap and I got a lot of hits. But she keeps throwing insights. <laughs> <laughs> that song up for me. But. She's into. Yeah, she me. She was okay. I, see, I thought this was Donnell Jones. I thought this was written by Donnell Jones too. So I just I had to check. We got the MJ sample in the back. This sounds like Donnell Jones. That's why I'm, I don't know. Maybe this is why. Man, he, he didn't have a Donnell Jones vibe. Ooh, this shit sounds like old Donnell. Yeah. This shit hard. This shit hard. Baby, baby, definitely got him another jewel, man. He got him another jewel, man. Yeah, he, he can definitely, he can definitely send Jay Prince some money after this one. Yeah, he got him a jewel. He can definitely bro. cut Jay Prince a, a check now. Um, did y'all hear the uh, the uh, Apollo Brown and Locksmith EP? 
Apollo Brown. No. Who the For fuck? Sure. Locksmith. They was the capitalizing dude. on the uh, you know, the one rapper, one producer. Locksmith is the dude from uh He was a battle rapper, right? Uh, yeah, he was a battle rapper. He battle rap? Yeah. I've only seen no question. Bay. I wanna say he's from the Bay. I always see his like oh, he might be the Vegas nigga. I'm usually iffy with battle rappers making real music, but uh you know, most of it is trash. But he went he he went right in. He his, went in. His sound his sound his sound don't seem like he he'd be a good plug it in. Maker. He's a battle rapper for sure. He um Yeah, they don't they don't, tra- they don't translate are. a lot. Yeah. Well he, he's a well he's really a backpack rapper. No question, E P. He's really a backpack rapper. He's not a hold on, let me get to it. He not really a, a battle rapper. He do the he do the backpack rapping where they just do they focus on lyrics more than, than the song. Was a battle rapper though. I think he did some battle rapping, Back but in the he, day, but he, he was a, a huge battle rapper. He did a lot of uh, he did a lot of um, backpack rapping. Uh, you said what's the name of the EP? No question. Just look up Apollo Brown, nigga. Oh, okay. But no uh, it's called uh, "Advice to My Younger Self." You know. Pretty self-explanatory. Did anybody listen to the Christina Aguilera that just came out? No. It's called what? What is it called? Advice to my younger self. Oh, okay, I don't here. like how y'all dismissed the motherfucking the Charlie Puth and the Haley Stansfield concert. Yeah, stop it. The who? Charlie Puth. Y'all don't fuck with Charlie Puth? I don't know what the fuck that is. Come on, man. Charlie Puth just blew our soul, but he cold with it. I got a feeling this a track I'm not gonna like. I hey, these niggas over here rocking and ain't no music on. Yeah. Yo, you ain't hey, fucking. Yo, man. He, he ain't said nothing. Man, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking about dope. Come over here, like man. Let me holler at you for a second. 1990. Yo, early 90s. yo, put the ball down, man. Some real shit. He not, he not playing this piano right for me. I don't like it. Listen. I don't like how you do the piano. What's up, little fella? I know you're happy and feeling hopeful. I know you play with a sense of love and your heart is noble. I know you vocally haven't learned to express whatever repressed trauma. You're still young, you feel it less. And unless you talk about it, it follows you like a cloud or some heavy baggage you had to drag through a crowd. But for now, it's just a drop <laughs> in the well. You shake it off, never speak it again till your career's taking off. But we often overlook what we look upon in the rear view. You never touch a drug, your parents won't let it near you. You dabble with addiction to money, women, and stardom. But the camera lens can be a narcotic, don't try to bargain. If you barter with a sense of morality, more tragedy. Before the foundation, I hope you found you some patience. I hope you don't put Why your faith you in your man. Head it never off. helps. Even this shit sounds like it should be a love Jones soundtrack. Cause he cooking. This is some real brown sugar soundtrack shit. <laughs> what? Brown sugar he was soundtrack. Cooking, man, I don't know what the fuck. I'm gonna go know. listen to the album after this. But uh, and then uh, in my element, that's fire to me too. In my element, I got you. I got you. See what the fuck this shit about. I ain't say y'all had to play it because y'all already been trashing y'all feel bad. I mean, you know. I mean, we didn't hear it, so we want to we want to at least get a glimpse of. I want to look you in your eye when I tell you this shit is some bullshit. That's why I want to go home and have to type it. Yes. I'm feeling this beat a little bit more. I feel pretty good, man. Yeah. Hey, yo, Apollo. Why are you bobbing your head so Feel me? Yeah. I feel music, man. Uh. 
I'm back I in my element. Listen. Under hell I went. No embellished that hellish dent. Swelling myself was tense. Okay, Forced out like the Palestinian settlements. Or underdeveloped American kids with melanin. Melanin's reparations. My reputation besieged the course. Congratulations. That adulation received was forced. A small portion of philanthropic abortions that border upon paying your dues or paying extortion. I've been through some tribulations. Truthfully, I'm not used to this kind of pressure. I'm trying to learn to contribute patience. Trespassing and tripping over my trepidations. The more success, the more you got to expect frustration. That's what my conscience said. <laughs> the common thread that is constantly being wound is expounded upon what I... Lyric-wise, lyric-wise, he, he doing his thing. Yeah, that, was, that was a solid track. I can listen to that one. I can listen to that one. I can listen to that one. I like the dude, though. What's his name? Jay Jones? Jay. Who? Yeah, he a little under he a little underground dude. He just dropped a he just dropped a track that was hard too. I can't even find a nigga name right now. But he dropped a track that was hard. Um, did y'all listen to the Uncle Drew soundtrack? No. No, I did not go Fuck. to the soundtrack. I just wanted to troll y'all, dude. I really wanted to troll y'all. <laughs> you didn't even put that on in some there. Skinny shit. He did put it in there. I did. Did he? He did. <laughs> I just wanted to troll y'all. The whole shit was trash. But I do like the uh the Cali joint. You like a DJ Cali joint? No, his name is I mean not. Khalid? Oh, oh yeah, Khalid? yeah, Khalid. So he he on fire right now, dude. I don't know how this dude is not as bigger than what he. Hey, he's hard though, man. He's hard. And then I know we. Gonna he been hard about, since he dropped that little teenage it. song. We gonna talk about it in a minute, but out we watched Superfly, and the song came on in the movie. It was like, oh my god. Oh, that song came on at the perfect time. Too. Oh my god, the perfect <laughs> time. Oh my god. No, I'm sorry, this dude started growing me, man. I don't like it. Nah, I've been fucking with him, bro. I haven't. I've been fucking with him for a minute. He made the song to the teenagers and shit. I forgot the name of the song, but the song was hard. He might be he might be the next one. He the up. one. I don't know how he not bigger than what he is, man. He might he he might be the next one up. I I think I'd rather listen to him than Jacquees. Man, I think it's only it's only them two. It ain't no it ain't no young R and B dude. I don't know, man. I don't know how he but he but he came he came into the hip hop lane and then he just ventured more. No, off he went to the pop R&B. shit. He went yeah. to the pop shit. Who Cali? Oh, man, yeah, yeah. He came in like on some hip hop shit. Then he started. He doing, did like, the location shit. That was his first one, wasn't it? Nah, he got another song. Uh, no, nah, he went pop after that. He got a teenage a song to the teenagers or some shit. I forgot what it's called. Young dumb, young young, young dumb, dumb that bro. That shit, and then that he was had super the, trash. He had the shit with uh, Normani, Love yeah. Lies, and then now you got the one with her. Man, look, I like his R and B line. That hey. song came on in Superfly. Ooh, I was like oh, Ooh. yes, yes. What song was that? Because we went through this soundtrack. The, ca- the Calico Scissor. Oh, and I have, and okay. I have, and I have, a, I have a, to make it. Uh, what you call it? I, I need to edit my comment. No, you know what? We're going to watch it. I'm going to watch it this weekend, and we're going to have an official trash review next week. Okay, but I need Let's to do that. I, I, need to, um, I need to make an addendum to my original comment about the rest of the soundtrack being trash because until I watched the movie, I didn't know that this song existed. I didn't know there was two parts to the soundtrack. Uh-huh. So I yeah, yeah, song. part two. I couldn't find it. I, I couldn't I don't, find I don't, it. I don't think it was on there at first. I, no, I no, I, it, it dropped. Um, Part two dropped. I think last Friday. See, so and we, I couldn't find it. And there was a song. It's a song on there with um with Saha the Prince and Lil John that was in the movie that I didn't know. I didn't know existed. Yeah, we only we only heard part one. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this shit go, man. Damn. 
It was in the, it was in the movie though. So once I, I once I saw the movie, I had to go back and look. Look, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna fully. I ain't gonna trash the trash of a boy, y'all. Ooh, next, yeah, week. Next, next week we will have an next official week, trash week. review on Superfly. Um, Drake, I think all is forgiven now Why? since he dropped this "I'm Upset" video. No, all is not forgiven. No, that's not that's not real. I, Motherfucker, but, you told me to watch it. I said no. What did I say? I said the visuals. I said he's he. He's doing his thing visually. I didn't get visually, wise, visually he's on top. He's on his A game. Nigga, I didn't even watch the Degra- Degrassi. Degrassi. Yeah, I, I didn't either. I didn't give a fuck about. I didn't either. So I, didn't, I didn't. I've been watching that one now, episode. I did fan out because he got Jay and Silent Bob in there, though. I found out because I found out. I found out because he has Cassie Steele in. Who the fuck is that? It's a show. It was a show called L.A. Complex. That didn't. It didn't. It, it wasn't a big show, oh, but it was a dope ass show. 60s. I'm surprised. No, what? Jay and Silent Bob is the shit. I didn't watch Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, when he got them. What? I didn't watch not one single. Wow, I've never seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Um, you turn your mic off. That's that's two different people. I, I understand. That. I'm just saying, like a lot of that shit, I didn't watch. But both of them, Jay and Silent Bob, wow. was dope. Yeah, I found yeah. out when I because what's got, the name had a that um, nigga got a couple movies off. Yeah, he, he's he old stroke. though. He kind of old to be hanging out with that crew. Who? Kevin Smith. Yeah, didn't he have a, he had a stroke or something? Kevin oh, Smith know. got a couple. He got a couple movies. It's yeah. okay though. Clerks, Clerks. Never seen it. Yeah. What? Never seen it. You need to get up on the white comedy, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll catch hey, man. Uh, complex. I need to catch that shit. Hey, man, fuck the snake. Uh, whoever the snake was that w- that was uh, recording T.I. backstage, man, at a concert. Oh, girl, that was nice, though. Smack the girl. T.I. smacked the girl on the ass, man. The nigga either had a, a, a camera on his button, on his... Mm-hmm. On some on a collar shirt, I feel like this. like on some 007 shit, or he was in a closet using like super zoom. Tiny, know what type of nigga she's dealing with, but it's smacking a chick on the ass, cheating. Yeah, it was deeper than that, and I don't want to be the one to be a snitch because that's never really my lane. But <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? When she sat down, she was rubbing on the inside of this nigga's thigh. I was like, oh okay, this ain't just a, this ain't just my home girl. Hey man, all I seen was him. With, with, All tiny, I seen was tiny him. know what type of nigga she, she got. She knew. So I don't think. I think it's going to be more so that the the media caught it. Like Tiny know what the yeah. what type no, of nigga she got. Whoever that nigga so, is. Like come on, even when when they made the shit, when they said it, Tiny and Ti had a threesome with who was it? China, uh, Black China, Black China, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, oh my up. God, the lights were definitely. Somebody had went and hated and threw it out there in, in the air a while back. I don't know so. why Tiny was so bad to me when I was small. Well, she was young. She was bad in escape. No, nah, I went to go watch the uh, is it my little secret video? Man, when they on stage, that's oh, that's 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 towards the end. First off, you got to remember look, understanding, super hey, trash, understanding, bro. tiny though. I was I went uh, escape song had came on and shit, and I think it was you're my little secret, right? And I was thinking like, this is the this is the ugliest girl group ever, and they are so happy to be side chicks like this. Who you this, thought escape was the ugliest girl group ever? Yeah, who's uglier than them? Girl group, SWV. Hey, you gotta relax. Relax, bro. Who SWV look good? Neat Lily, that's the only one. Coco was not that cute. And Coco wasn't that the cute. The other one who nobody even knows her name, Taj, I think maybe. Coco probably was the only one that was ugly. The other two was decent. Taj was not decent. And Coco Le- had a cool the, the, the sex appeal to her too. Her voice, maybe her, her voice, voice makes her sexy. Her voice make you want to be like, oh, yeah, okay. Coco. I definitely, she like, definitely made me not pull everything. out. But looks wise, she's not that cute. My my uh. <laughs> My brother, baby, mama's her. 
one of her best friends looked just like Coco. She always been hella ugly, right? But she always been- Brownstone. Brownstone wasn't cute. Keep going though. Brownstone. Brownstone. I, I, I got cute. to just because y'all brought it up. What's this? I take my I take my drawers off. Who the fuck what is this? this? That's WB. Have my draws, baby. No, not to this song. Use your heart. Use use your heart. Now that song. This nigga is tripping. Yeah, he is. What you saying, Mitchie? This nigga just cut you off. Start <laughs> this nigga music is shit. tripping. Yeah, he he wild right now. But she looks just like Coco, right? But she used to always have her nails hella long and shit. Long nails. I used to be like, look. Coco sing and I'd be like, dang, I might, I might, you know what I'm saying? I might go over there and holler one time. <laughs> Coco had that voice. Browns, the Brownstone wasn't cute. There's a couple girl groups that wasn't Man, that cute. Man, Escape, Escape was like the no ugliest. Who was ugly? Other, other than Latasha Scott. And if she wasn't big, she wouldn't be ugly. No, Latasha Scott, when she did that song with. Latasha um, Scott looked When she like started the, losing uh, weight, she did that, she did that song with uh, Trick Daddy. I was a like, German okay. Shepherd Pitbull Mix. Okay, other than Natasha Scott, who else in the group was ugly? Tiny wasn't ugly. Tiny. Candy wasn't Tiny ugly. Tiny's ugly now. Tiny looked like Hatchet Face. Tiny now. wasn't ugly, man. Once she Tiny started having ugly. kids, when when they first came out, Tiny was the finest one to me. Tiny was. Well, I was on Tiny. Tiny. She Candy was wasn't super ugly. bad to me in person. Candy I mean, wasn't bad when looking. I was little. I, and the other one, who I, I don't know her name either, the one that didn't really sing. Uh, Latasha's sister. Yeah, the one like she got a gold tooth in the her mouth. Scott. She wasn't bad looking either. Man, that was ugly. Come on, you bugger. Well, uh, they got know, a new video. You want to go check right it out? Nah, now they, they, they wash now. <laughs> I would keep bringing up that video until somebody go watch it. They wash now. Well, y'all like, like cashiers at Mario's Market. Now I got to get into some shit that really pissed me off. Um, Monday was a very, very sad day in hip hop, in my opinion. I ain't never mm-hmm. seen. Something like that go down. Oh, the dude getting knocked off. And uh, not just one person. Like I know, I two yeah, people in right one behind, day. It was a whole another rapper. Yeah. Um. So you got uh, you know, the murder of uh XXX Tentacion, and then you had a a rapper out of Pittsburgh called Jimmy Wapo. Um. XXX Tentacion was shot and killed during an apparent random robbery, according to his lawyers. Uh, twenty years old. Mm. Um, shot and killed in his own hometown. Yeah, it's fucked up. Um, the part that fucked me up though was the fucking people decide to pull their cell phones out while this man is clearly dead. Like, why? See, I didn't see the video. I ain't watch it either, but the shit was everywhere. I, I mean, seen it. I seen the I video. Didn't, I didn't see a video that it, to watch. Yeah, it was a video at first, them like showing him all in, like before the police had got there. They was all in the car with their cameras, showing them just laying there. And then the police came. You see another video with them behind the police while the police checking them out, like filming and shit, and people posting pictures and shit. That shit's mad. Like I don't. I can't for the life of me understand. First of all, why would you want to see? Why would you want to record that? Why would you want to record a man dying? And second of all, if you are gonna pull your fucking phone out, call nine one one. Call for fucking Bro, help. I don't understand it. That's the shit about. That's the shit about people in two thousand eighteen that pisses me off. Like you rather sit there and watch a motherfucker die so you can yeah. get hits and shares and all this other bullshit. Then pull your phone out and go help him or f- go do go do CPR or some shit. I first watched. I thought it was. I thought it was like. 
some trolling shit because that's just the age we in. So I didn't think it was him. I thought it was just somebody like, oh yeah, this this is X. Yeah. But then later I was like, oh shit, it really was him because you know they was like, oh ain't no blood, ain't yeah, no. It's super trash. And then it's the motherfuckers posting videos and pictures talking about he really ain't dead. Like, ha- have we become so desensitized? Yes. By the shit we see on these fucking cell phone screens that we don't know how to process shit that happens off screen. And like, yeah. is it some type of defensive me- mechanism? We decide to pull our phones out to post some shit, like some clown shit. You're, you're, shit like this is real life shit. Someone is in a car dead, dude. This dude is in a car slumped. Right. You but we're in the age where even other horrible scenes, it's like we get off on like DVR and some shit. What you gonna go back and watch it? And the shit probably is up to like forty million views by now. I haven't seen it. I probably won't want to see it. But just it's crazy, man. It's it's more important to it's more important to people to capture something negative or not even negative, capture something gruesome f- for to be to go viral. I'd rather go viral than to make sure to preserve this person's life. And that's sad. And then the fucking lack of empathy. On social media As if any of us are perfect Like All you motherfuckers out there That you know Be like posing as angels and shit Got all the right things to say Oh he did this Oh he did that Oh he did this As if you fucking Innocent Like Like, This generation is full of Is full of this troll shit Like so It's crazy When I When I When we first Heard of the story And they didn't know If he was still living or not My first thought was like Well I know he's a troll And I know that people Are trying to kill this man Because he's a troll But Like at 20 years old Can I not joke Play And You know what I'm saying Like why When we got the, when we got the news Why do you want me dead When we got the news We were um On the highway And man We sat there in silence For a minute Like damn Like this dude is 20 years old 20 yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But from here on out, you motherfuckers out there, when y'all or y'all family members pass away, post their motherfucking background. And then you So d- we can judge them off that shit since y'all so high and fucking almighty. Then did you see um like the the little young flexer girl, she was crying. Um a lot of the uh trolls was like making videos like this should open our eyes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like so it's it's a sad fucking One nigga situation. was like, "Oh, they really killing the yeah. Takashi nigga." Yeah, uh, that, and that's that's my hope. If, if anything positive comes out of this, it's that people like Takashi because he's the first person that came to my mind. Yeah, when I thought before I saw that he even replied, it was like, "I hope someone like in his position sees that you can really you can really take an L for this shit." Like, and like I said, a lot of them was speaking up. Like a lot of the the underground rappers, the ones who's been trolling to get on for however they mean. A lot of them is like, "Damn, like." This shit is real. You know what I'm saying? I think I think this hit this generation the way Tupac and Biggie done. Because it's like, mm. oh, shit. It's not just fun and games on the yeah, internet. When I put my phone in my pocket, this shit don't just go away. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's always like hot and cold moments. I think things went cold. I was young back then, but from what I re- recall, things that went cold for a while, everybody was cool, and then the shit ramped back up with 50, Ja Rule, and... Yeah, but yeah, shit got but, crazy. But, but yeah. both of them were from New York. That was a New York area. Yeah, but it was, true, yeah. it was always a memory. Like, yeah. it always re-came up. Like, anytime Tupac's um, 
the uh, his death time come back up or his birthday come back up, it's always a thought. Anytime Biggie come back up, like his birthday or his death date come up, it's a thought. So it remained a like, damn, they really killing. You know what I'm saying? Like for for me, I was like 12. So with me being a big, I was a big Pac fan, and I wasn't listening to Biggie like that. And then when Biggie died, I was like, ha, because I was young. I didn't understand right. the seriousness of it. I was just yeah. like, they should have got him because they got Pac. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I don't understand. I'm not understanding that, oh, Pac just got killed because he was doing something in Vegas and he was messing with somebody. Yeah. I'm thinking this came from somebody from the East Coast because I'm young. I don't know. All I know is I listen to Pac music. I know what Pac is saying, and I know that he's beefing with Biggie. So when he died, I was like, oh, shit, they really killing. Yeah. And then it was like Biggie died, and I'm like, yeah, we got retaliation because right. I'm young. Then when I got older, I was like, damn, like to think about it as a whole, to hear the other rappers speak on it and everybody that was really close to Tupac and Biggie to say, this is how I felt, like to watch a Tretch interview or a Busta Rhymes interview yeah. or it's like, damn, they really yeah. like it really touched people. Yeah. yeah. And you know what you know what's fucked up, um, you know, um his ex, uh the one he claimed well, the one who claimed uh he abused her while she was pregnant, uh, she showed up to his vigil, which turned into a fucking circus. The the riot thing. Um, but the fans chased her off and burned the shit. She brought for him. That's wild. So the fan, like, that's what I'm damn. saying. Damn. And these fans are something else. <laughs> yeah, that shit is wild, like, bro. Like, they tripping. Like, they really on some like, cut they cutting themselves and nah, I'm good. all that. Like, they tripping. And then, with with it being such a troll thing, like, I don't know if y'all seen the shit where they said Drake, him and Drake yeah, beat. trash. So, it's like, with even seeing the little troll, when you see shit like that, it's like, are y'all really trolling? Because I don't know how true it is, but I'm thinking, like, are they really trolling to hunt down Drake? Like, Nah, he just the, said it was a random robbery. He just got caught slipping. Yeah, but then, see, now his fans is like, oh, yeah, you know, X had put on Twitter that if he ended up dead, Drake yeah. did it. So his fans is yeah. like, fuck Drake. Well, some witness, like I said, uh, some witnesses came out now and said, um, you know, basically he pulled out of the uh, the motorcycle shop, wherever he was at. He pulled out, getting ready to make a right turn. The van or the the dot, whatever it was, pulled up right in front of him, pulled out with his, came out, you know, guns drawn. They said his uncle was in the car, too. Somebody was in the car with him. The angle of the car, he was able to jump out and run, but uh, XXX Tentacion really couldn't make a move because the guns were already on him. Says last words were, you know, what the fuck is this? Or what the fuck is going on? Something like that. And then they just shot him? That don't no. sound like a random robbery then. Took his bag. His bag had, they said, at least about 10, 15 G's in it. That don't sound like a random robbery. That's what his lawyers are saying. It was a, a random robbery. That don't sound random. Um, Run up on a nigga with a, with a van? Like we just, we just picked a car. car. Whatever kind of truck. Car or whatever they was. We in. just picked the we just picked a random car out of all in traffic and we just gonna run up on somebody with some guns drawn. What if they put them? What if they put up on me? It's a BMW. Stood nigga, it, out. Ain't, it ain't shit in here with Taco Bell napkins, nigga. It ain't, <laughs> it ain't none of my car. Nigga. He was in a BMW. That shit stood out, like you know. And then he put you know when you put your location and shit on these social medias and all that, you know. Yeah, that don't sound random. Um, then the the you know Jimmy Wapo, you know, piece to both of them. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, Jimmy Wapo was shot and killed 
in his car in in a Pittsburgh neighborhood where he from, and he was only 21. And his lawyer said that minutes before he got killed, he had just got a call saying that uh, Taylor Gang was getting was going to sign him. See, that's crazy. Minutes man. before he got killed. That's crazy. All that shit, the way all that shit is going is crazy. I even seen the girl, the bad baddie girl speaking on the shit, and it's like, who? Who? The the Catch Me Outside girl. Oh, uh, Bad Barbie. Whatever the fuck her name is. Ain't it Bad Baddie? Bad, <laughs> bad Barbie. Um, I don't think it's Barbie. But, uh, so they joined a list of rappers. She suck anyway. They joined a list of rappers that was killed uh, in their hometown. You know, Big L, Dobie. That was the tragic. Like, that was tragic. Dobie that was hit fucked me. up, bro. Hey, do, you know, I'm a T.I. fan. Dobie fucked me up a little bit. I'm a T.I. fan. I was I just was a little, I was too young for Big L. I was too young for Soldier Slim. I think I, I knew of him, but I didn't. I wasn't familiar with his music. Proof, I was still. I can't think how old I was with Proof. But Dobie, I was like. Proof I was older. Damn. Proof, proof didn't hit proof didn't hit me as hard because of as an artist he no, was never nobody nothing. listened to D twelve, that's why. But is it is it really true <laughs> that your biggest haters are from your city? Absolutely. The very city you're claiming all over the world? Absolutely. Well that's because what Boosie said. That's why Boosie said he told everybody, all the younger rappers like, make it big and get out your hometown. Because they're gonna kill you in their hometown. They 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 feel they feel they those are the people that are gonna feel the most angst toward you because it's like I saw you. I saw you come from where I came from and you were able to make it and I wasn't. Like mm. like why why you and not me? Because I went yeah. to the, I went to, I grew up in the same neighborhood. I went to the same high school. Like I took the same classes as you. Why did you get the opportunity that I wasn't afforded? That'll that'll make a person but not me, I don't give a fuck, but just I feel like I made the same music. Right. Why did you why did you get the why did you get the nod and not me? Right. And then uh not to mention uh well, yeah, and to mention, uh, you know, Rich the Kid, you know, niggas ran up his house and fucked him up. Beat him up, yeah. So it's like, man, this shit right now is yeah, What's well, fucked up about Rich wild, the Kid? Man. Rich the Kid is going to be like, um, throw some D's on this bitch. What was that nigga name? Uh, shit, he got robbed out here. That's what I'm saying, though. He gonna, Rich the Kid is going to be that dude they're going to keep trying. What was what was that boy's name? What was buddy's name? I can't think of it either. Rich Boy. Rich Boy. Rich boy. Yeah, he got robbed out here. He got robbed at the dudes. At where? At the dues. Fuck the dues. Seven oh two. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the, well, I ain't gonna say the homie, but <laughs> boy took his oh. chain right off the stage and shit. Why do niggas come keep coming out here and taking L's? Like that's oh, not bro. good for Las Vegas. Well, nah, but what I'm hey, saying look, is Nipsey like Nipsey came out here and then Las nah, Vegas took a L. They ain't gonna play with they. Some niggas you ain't gonna play that's, with. That's been everybody. Some niggas, want, some niggas you ain't gonna play with. Like, but when you get once they like, oh, we can hit you. You know what I'm saying? Like. He ain't gonna do nothing about it. He don't got no goons like that. It's over with. They gonna keep trying you. That what? That's I, why Gucci laid something down. Gucci wasn't playing. Try. I'm gonna lay your ass down. He killed somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Gucci killed somebody. Oh, Jeezy. Yeah. Oh, that's why him and Jeezy not, not rocking no more. Him and Jeezy ain't been rocking for a minute. But Jeezy made that mixtape when he was like ten thousand. Whoever get his get the nigga chain. And they tried it, and Gucci knocked their ass off, and then made a song about it. Mm. Don't don't pull a dangerous on him. Oh no, what was his name in the? Uh, <laughs> Get Rich Die Trying, Young Caesar. Don't pull a Young Caesar on him. And so, uh, speaking of Pittsburgh, man, um, did y'all see what happened out there today? No, another young one gunned down. Nah, um, on Pittsburgh. 
Yeah, man. Another one of our little seeds were killed by the pigs, man. Uh, police were responding to a shooting and got a tip about uh, a car in which, you know, the shooting took place. I guess they found it or found the same model, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Sound the same car. Found the same car. Uh, two youngsters jumped out, started running. Pigs jumped out, shot them, shot at them immediately, killed one. 17-year-old uh, Antoine Rose. Dead. Damn, 17. Uh, the driver of the car was questioned and released. So perception is a bitch, man. Uh, they thought they had a threat, and what they did was killed another unarmed teenager. And we already know what's coming. Lawsuit. We need that. We need yeah, that they they're they gonna get off. It'll be another day. Oh, oh, definitely. They gonna get off. We need that check though. Sterling Brown. Sterling Brown uh, sued the city of Milwaukee. Yeah, he finna get it all his. Give me all that. City check and NBA yeah. check? Give I me need all that. I need both of yeah. them back. That's love right there. Um, This one right here breaks my heart, man. Uh, The NBA free agency period officially started. Uh, when someone in uh, Kawhi Leonard's camp linked that he leaked that he wanted to be traded, preferably to the Lakers. Bye-bye, Kawhi. <laughs> Trash, I'm not used to my Spurs being in the spotlight like this. We will see you later. <laughs> and in the fact that they leaked this before Pop and later. Kawhi had their plan sit down is super trash. We will see you later. So how you feel about the Spurs going into the 2018-2019 season without Kawhi? <laughs> He's going to be there. He still got a year left on his contract. So then what? If, the, if nothing <laughs> <laughs> if nothing is resolved, he might get traded by the trade deadline, but he not going to the Lakers, not on our dime. Might go to the Clippers. So he can get traded by the Not trade on deadline. our dime. I think I think the Clippers are more viable. Because he going to have to we going to probably How you feel? We going to trade him to watch this team. We going to trade him to an East team and he going to finish out the rest of the year there and then wherever he goes is where he goes. Do but I don't think the Lakers got enough room to sign or going to have enough room to sign them. How it sounds room. good together, but I don't see how they make They'll it. They'll make work. room. They'll make room. They'll pay a luxury tax. Uh, I, I seen uh, Ice Cube on the uh, the Sports Center talking about uh, Kawhi and LeBron to look good over there in LA. I don't think that. I, don't think that I just I'm, I, it, to me it's like man. I, I mean I don't know. I don't know. LA willing to put up that space for him. I don't think. I don't think it works because they, everybody they're going for playing still play the same position. State. Yeah, and all of them forwards. All of them true. small forwards. Yeah. Plus, you already got Kuzma, who's probably gonna be rookie of the year. I, well, I think y'all can break up that small. Um, that uh, to me, y'all got some good pieces. Y'all can break them up if you want to. That's only you know. Yeah. They, what is your future looking like without Kawada? Oh, we going to – whoever we trade him to, best believe, if he gets traded – because he still may stay. I'm not convinced that he's gone. One thing I can All say of this the, shit is rumors right now. But if he I does One thing I say go, about the Spurs, they are consistent. Yeah, we going to break your whole fucking team. You want him? Give me give me all of it. The, but yeah, but the, the thing about it is the Spurs are in a bad position because he's made it public that I'm leaving here and I'm going to the Lakers. Yeah, that makes him look th- – Personally, it's weird because it's the Spurs, but this makes him and his brand look bad, Absolutely. especially with his uncle because his uncle is thinking about himself. Like, 
it's crazy how everybody's shitting on the Ball family because he doing he's doing what's best for his boys. It's evident that the, uh, Kawhi's uncle is doing whatever he feels is best for him. Yeah, but Ka- Kawhi's from L.A. Like he he went to he went to college there. Like San Antonio is a small market town. Like I no, wouldn't want to hang he, out in San Antonio nine months a year either. He quit on that team. No, but he said he he was he was upset with how they handled his rehab. He's that's, that's okay. That's that's, that's one been thing. The story the that's whole one time. thing. That that is one thing. Okay, be upset about your mis misdiagnosed. Okay, be upset about that. But all the rest of this shit, like this is circus that's, shit right that's here. That's been the whole story. That's been the storyline the whole time. He's upset about how they handled his rehab. He's upset about how they handled. If you want if if you want somebody who quit on a team, so be it. Personally, he hasn't had enough time with the Spurs for him to secure. Whatever um, legacy he would have, yeah, he's he's the so, he's the last he's the last piece from that championship, and I and I was finally he was MVP. very new then, yeah, but I, I I was the Finals MVP, but he only really, realistically he had one great year, and he's hurt so much, and people still don't know about his I mean about his thigh and his leg and shit, people still don't know about that. So he can't afford. That's why the Spurs have some legacy. I mean, not legacy, team, but huh? have some leverage because yeah. sit out if you want to. Not nobody has seen you play in in two years, almost two years. By the time it comes around, and nobody's seen you play in almost two years. Good luck. He's going to L.A. He's going. He's going where he wants to go. I don't know if he's going. But and, and we're not going to have to break the bank to get him because he. If anything, we'll wait because he's twenty. Five, twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, we'll wait. We'll, we'll wait. A, we'll wait but a year. I yeah, trade him to the Celtics. Give me all that. Celtics not going He's for not it. Going to the why, would I, why would I? Why would I? Why would we have a good nucleus? We just went to the Eastern. But Conference truth Finals. be told, I mean, we don't know what may happen. You may fuck around and we fuck around and have Kawhi and LeBron. The Celtics. You just never know what may happen. Because to me, with Kawhi, LeBron coming to San Antonio is his best chance to win. They're still not going to be San Antonio or Houston. I don't see you got three small forwards on your squad. You got LeBron. He goes to the Lakers. You have LeBron, you have Kawhi, and you got Paul George. Do they beat Golden State? No. No. Good luck. I mean, you tearing that whole team up. You tearing that whole team up. And it's just going to be just like Cleveland, except now y'all got three stars. But your bench is hella thin. That bench is then. That's that's what's gonna kill him. So, do they beat Golden State? No, but the, the Golden State has a different culture though. That's what most teams don't. They don't have a culture. I think right now what makes fucking Golden State so fucking unstoppable is that they're gonna keep reing up because players want rings now. That, that players even, want rings now, so it's gonna be easy. Let me get. Let me go ahead and get a one year deal. Let me get a two year deal. I go to Golden State just so I can get me a ring real quick. Yeah, but you know why it's easy though because we, we've we've seen we saw KD take a discount to come here. Clay's talking about he don't need a bunch of money. Like we we'd rather stay here and win. We'd rather stay yeah. here and win and make less money and continue to do it. Like you can't you can't recreate that. And they else. save money on the back end because they keep reading up on these on these veterans. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, fuck, bro. By, by the time this contract and, runs and, out, and Clay and Curry with the sponsorships, like they getting paid crazy. Uh, Clay got under. Oh, I mean, uh, Curry got Under Armour. Yeah, and oh, then he, Clay got the. Uh, he cashing out. And Clay got that Asian shoe brand that's, that's cashing them out like crazy oh, too. Cashing out. But did, did you see that? Uh, did you see that? Uh, <laughs> a story that I just saw. Um, 
Aisha Curry, Steph Curry's wife, just opened up, just trying to yeah, open up a restaurant in Houston, Houston. They gave her all a one bu- star, a bunch of one star yeah. reviews on Yelp. That's like you know, you taking this bullshit a little too far now. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked up. That shit's funny though. That's fucked up. But um, yeah, man, we got anything else? Shit, nothing I could think of. You got anything, Skinny? No, I think that was it. Uh, covered all the music I was thinking about. All right. Um, uh, the Incredibles two was a good movie though. Y'all should oh, let's speak that. on. Can we speak on that uh, lightly? Or is are you gonna go watch it? I'm not going to watch it. You're not going to watch Incredibles two? You're not going to even take the kids? Probably not. Come on, man. Go take the kids. You're not going to take the kids. Too. All right, man. I go take them, and we'll review it next week. Yeah. Yeah, we got two back. reviews next week, man. Pressure, man. Look, hey, Incredibles is a good movie. I kind of predicted some shit, but it was a good movie. Just near predicting cartoons and shit. Nah, Incredibles two was good though. All right, well, um, this is your guy Spence. Um, follow the podcast page on Twitter at Views from the Seven, on Instagram at Views from the underscore Seven, on Facebook at Views from the Seven. Uh, fellas, where can they find y'all at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Young Al Bundy, Y U N G underscore Al underscore Bundy. Uh, butt fumble. Butt fumble. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they don't got they don't got that instrumental. Bro. Man, the homie skinny is Mark Sanchez. No, they don't the, got they don't got the one that y'all want. They don't got the one that y'all want. You've been fucking up the last three weeks, man. Man, look, y'all. My bad, man. My hey, bad. Skinny, where can they find you at? Man, uh, fuck, we rockin' with this. We rockin' with this. Yeah, 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 see? I did something. I did something to hear y'all. I thought you just yeah. put something in everybody's head, man. I thought you put on, uh... Whoa, 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 whoa. Shit. You said I was on Chris Brown to go out. Yeah, no, no, no. I thought you was about to put on, uh... I know you see me on the radio. <laughs> I thought you just put that on, like, hey, fuck get this from? Okay, y'all, uh... You know, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, uh, Skinny, Skinny Junior underscore seven seven seven. Everything else, I'm kind of cool. But if you find me on Twitter, you can find me on everything else. All right, man, it's your guy Spence. You can follow me at Just Call Me Spence, J U S. Call me Spence, S P E N C. I gotta keep saying that because motherfuckers be fucking my Twitter handle, my Twitter <laughs> handle up. But uh, man, that's it, man. Get with us, man. Love y'all. You didn't, say you, you didn't say where we could find you at, bro. I did. He did. Oh, I fucked it up, huh? Yeah, that's the fucking, butt fumble. You fucking all, all right, the way up, Let's go, man. let's go, let's go. All right, we out. No, we ain't telling about views from the seven. Nigga, I did. Yeah, did. Oh, I missed everything. <laughs> right, God go. damn. Hey, y'all, I'm fucking up. What? You it's me, I gonna be around with me. Oh, <laughs> we out of here, eh?